Uh-huh. There we go. How's it going, listeners? My name is Blake Mayfield. You are now tuned into the Blake Mayfield Podcast. It's a beautiful day. My mental health is amazing. I'm here with two of my bestest friends for the first time in a while. This is Fire For You by Cannons. And then we'll get into it. Where did you go? I could I am sleep deprived, but I don't care. I've had a beer already. I'm here with my guys. I'm here with two of my bestest friends. George got a claw on the cut. Al's sitting here chilling. It's an amazing day. I'm glad I'm here with you guys. And welcome to episode 136 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with two of my bestest friends from around the way. Two people that say yes to every podcast opportunity that we get to have together. So thank you guys very much. I'm here with Brother Al, straight across from me. Brother George to my left. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? You know, uh, a lot of news. It's been a long time since we recorded together. Uh, sleep deprived as always, and we, you know we're waking out here in the streets. We're drinking out here in the streets, and uh, we're just getting shit done all 2022. Al, how are you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing real good. It feels good to be back behind the mic. I, I like that. I like that. If you guys want to adjust that to where you guys don't feel like you have to, I feel like George won't do as much talking as you, but I, I don't know. You, we'll figure you, it out. You can do it however. Yeah, yeah, you can do it however you want. Just, I'm tr- trying to make sure the levels on the mic are, are good for us. So, yeah, I'm glad to be here with you guys. I'm glad to be here. It's, it's a beautiful day. And what's up? I'm on my level. You're on your level? Like I'm Wiz? On my level. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa. Okay. All right. I'm almost there with you. It's crazy, like, uh, it's crazy how the brain and the body act, like, when you don't have sleep and then you start just doing a bunch of fuck shit. You start drinking a bunch of coffee and, and just. Throwing back alcohol and black rose, uh, like Joycey mics. Yeah, like when you just start filling your body with shit, and your body just starts reacting. What? <laughs> Our sponsors talking. I'm not talking shit about them, but like, think about it. You get a bunch of processed ass meat, some sugary ass coffee. I order the sugary coffee. It's not bad coffee. It's just full of fuck. You know what I mean? You get all that in your system and a beer, and it's only noon. <laughs> it's only noon. It's like a football Sunday. Yeah. Fuck. So, hey, man, it's it's cool, though. I'm glad to be here with you guys. It's been a long time coming. We're here at the White House. No, not in Washington, D.C., here in Ando. Um, no one's here but us, and so we're just out here in the living room chilling, man. We're, we're plotting big things. Big things are coming, and I'm just glad to be here. So, anyway, I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys very much. I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to our sponsors, Black Rose Coffee and Tea and also Jersey Mike's. And now, a word from both of our sponsors. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at Dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. 
bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you, and rethink the way you coffee today. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Jersey Mike's. At Jersey Mike's all March long, they are taking donations to help support local athletes in the Redding area attend the Special Olympics in Orlando, Florida from June 5th to 12th, and they need your help. Wednesday, March 30th is their annual day of giving, where 100% of the profits that day are donated by Jersey Mike's to help support special local athletes in need. Whether you're ordering some lunch, getting dinner through their Jersey Mike's mobile app, or simply want to drop off a cash donation, come down to Jersey Mike's in Redding, California, located at 835 Browning Street in the Trader Joe's Shopping Center. They are accepting donations all March long, and don't forget to get your favorite deli sandwich on March 30th to support your local community. And without further ado, let's get into it, man. So let's catch up a little bit, guys. We're here for a while today. I already know we're going to be here for a while. we got like 15, 16 topics on the docket, which we never have this many, but it has been the most jam-packed, action-filled free agency and deal day, I guess, that I think we've ever had in the NFL. But I want to catch up with you guys. Al, we have not potted since Super Bowl uh, yeah. Valentine's Day, the day after Super Bowl Sunday. Um, and then George has not been here with us since January. It's been probably about two months. It's March 23rd. Spring is upon us. You guys got new jobs recently. I just want to catch up with you guys. I know what the fuck's going on, obviously, because we're friends. But Al, I'll start with you. What's going on in your life? Just catch the listeners up. Um, and also, you might have some big news you want to announce football-wise. <laughs> uh, yeah, for starters, uh, yeah, I did get a new job. I'm not sure if I'm able to say where, so I'm going to keep that on the download for right okay. now. Okay, all right. Uh, we will say, I will say it's a government job, so okay. you know, it's got all the benefits. But, um, yeah, everything's been good. Kind of just been chilling, chilling with my family. As uh, the NFL players would say, it's my downtime of year, so I'm just hanging with my it's family. Your off season. Yeah, I'm taking a breath, just thinking about my future, you know. But, um, yeah, I think that's – I don't think we need to really visit the, the big football news yet. We'll get to that in a second. But, yeah. George, how's your life been? A lot's been going on in your life as well. A lot's happened since the last time the listeners heard from you and the last time that we've seen you. What's going on with you, man? Yeah, I think the last time I was on the mic, uh, officially, you know what business we handle behind the mic, but uh, I think I just recently got out of the drunk tank when we were last on here, and uh, now I've gotten my life together. It was kind of on a downward spiral, uh, then I got a job, and then I got the job I really wanted, and then now we're really getting grinding. Tell the people, man. So, basically... Uh, Nothing wrong with it. It, it was a, like a quick rebound at Sprouts, and, and I love them at Sprouts. I can't wait to come visit and talk all the team. But uh, I'm f- officially on it. It's jerky now. Um, well, let's let's hit the round of applause. Right? Let's, let's hit the round of applause. I'm just testing out the new soundboard. Testing out the new soundboard. Let's hit the round of applause for George real quick. All right, go ahead. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be with my homies now. We're going to be really slinging it. Uh, Dustin really pulled me out of the gutter. He's going to turn my whole life around now. We're going to be slinging work and just – and this whole, whole 2022, I'm going to be working and fixing it. I'm going uh, to be on my uh, Darren Waller shit. I, I realize the purpose now and – uh we're going to be uh, doing big things. <laughs> I want to shout out Daisy Caballero real quick. She just came on the most recent episode of the podcast. George missed it, Al. And George, being a fellow Hispanic, fellow Latino, was like, yo, get Daisy on the podcast. That'd be dope. So, of course, the day comes for the podcast. And just like our last podcast together, he just totally sleeps through it, which George has been doing a lot. I'm not going to act like George was just out partying the night before and said, fuck it. Like, he worked overnight, was trying to get four or five hours sleep and come through, and it just didn't work. But on the way to Black Rose today, shout out to Black Rose, George and I were going there, and he... (laughs) I bring this up because he mentions Darren Waller. He's like, this is my Darren Waller moment when I realize, because he missed the Daisy pot, he's like, this is the moment I realized that I need to get my shit together. It's like when Darren Waller was in the parking lot and the game was going. <laughs> we, 
minute. You know what I'm talking about, though? I was the one that told us to watch that video. Of course yeah. he knows what he's talking about. But, yeah, uh, George let us know that uh, apparently H. Jerky and all this stuff is turning his life around, which is good. I mean, that's, yeah, that's like I told George, man, because I, I work at Sprout still. Of course, I'm over at the news as well, but... If he's not happy with what he's doing, then go be happy somewhere. You know what I mean? Because that's the same shit that, like, you guys said when I left the pizza parlor. Like, you know, you guys were all still there. But it's like, yo, if you're happy with what you're doing, like, go do that shit. I'm never going to be like, oh, you left Sprouts and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not like that. You know, we're all adults. So I'm happy that you're doing that shit. Feel like you're getting your shit together. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel like Sprouts is like no diss. It was all friendly. It was a rebound job. It just wasn't like uh, we weren't Which is fine. You know, like, me, it was just like the... What did I mean, you guys talk shit about him? Like, yeah. oh, I just want to have a hug and kiss the customers. Uh, fucking. Oh, yeah, Al. Uh, George told me over a couple of blurberries <laughs> at Hops and Vines uh, that he wanted to just, quote, hug and kiss the customers at Sprouts. I just want to hug and kiss the customer. All right, that's fucking. Uh... <laughs> no, but he was like, we're talking about like a position. Like, God, if I could only just get paid the fucking. Hug and kiss. Imagine the... George walking up to some grandma just putting her tongue in her throat. <laughs> Well, I didn't say French. I didn't say a French kid. I was just like, hey, uh, welcome to Sprouts, you know, like fucking. Oh, my God, yo. Some Walmart greeter, just way uh, organic. Organic love. <laughs> organic love? Go down to fucking Orchard or Trader Joe's and that shit. Let me give you some organic love. <laughs> fucking just sit there. And... All right. Let's get into the brass tacks, man. Al. Uh, yeah. You're on the hot seat. Yeah. Alec James White is officially a Jacksonville Jaguars fan yet again. It's not breaking news. We've done this for weeks, but uh, it, it's been in the. Well, what do they say in the industry? It's, it's been in the. It's been in the works. It's been in the back channels. Yeah, it's been in the back channels for a while, Al. Yeah, I'm putting you on black. What's up, George? This is the cool story on it, though. Like, what, oh, I'm throwing it right to Al. I'm just giving from front to back. I'm giving the backdrop. Here's how I view it because I'm cynical and I like to make fun of my friends. Al's team loses the bowl to the Rams. Like we knew they were going to. No one knew the. No one expected the Bengals to fucking win. Okay, the, the game was in Hollywood. Dre and Snoop at the halftime show. Rams were going to win that bowl. NFL is going to make sure of it. Rewatch that final drive if you think different. But Al's team loses, and then we were just like, he ain't going to stay there because that team's not going back. I said on the pod, I said the Bengals don't have a good enough team to make it back past the Bills and the Chiefs, and now we see what happened with Tyreek Hill, which we'll get to that in a minute. Nonetheless, Al hits us up. I'm just going to say it for the record. I think he's breaking off an engagement. <laughs> and then Al says, no, I'm going back to the Jacks. I was like, I thought you were breaking off an engagement. <laughs> so, Al, I'm going to let you explain your feelings, why you yeah. came to this realization. It only took a month after a Super Bowl loss. Yeah. So, I want to say your heart's in the right place. I can't help but think that we're going to be on this pod come October 25th this year, and you're going to be like, I'm so fucking done with the Jags. I'm fucking done with uh, uh, Doug Peterson. He had the one good year. They caught lightning in a bottle. I could hear it now. So why would you go back to the Jags? Yeah, I uh, it, honestly, it was a rash decision out of a lot of anger I had towards them. Um, the Urban Meyer thing is just, you know, that was what it was. I was really upset with how that whole thing unfolded and how it was handled. So that's when I made the decision to go to the Bengals. Um, it really never felt right the whole time. Like, putting on the orange jersey felt weird. Putting on the Chase jersey felt weird. It felt weird rooting for a team that wasn't the Jaguars. And I was really thinking about going back the whole time. Um, the one thing, honestly, that, like, really stuck out to me was uh, when you said after they beat the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl, you said, why were you not excited? 
And I was like, yeah, yeah that, that that was a red flag. I, that was a red. You know, flag I said, me. oh, job's not finished because you know I didn't I didn't know I I was uh, still debating. I was still yeah, debating. You knew, but like in my mind, I was just like, you know, it's just because I'm not excited. Like I don't really care. But job finished. I don't think. <laughs> Evil world we live in. <laughs> Go ahead, Al. I'm sorry, but I mean that was kind of like the 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 really the start of kind of going back to me. Honestly, if they would have won the Super Bowl, it wouldn't have really mattered. I, mean, I was, was going to say, like, would that have been a, a difference maker? It's like, I can't leave. A, it's it's almost like the uh, Kevin Durant thing. Like, oh, if they would have won, I wouldn't have been able to join them. If they won the Super Bowl, would you be able to leave them? I would have, yeah. I mean, I, my mind was kind of made up, honestly, at the end of the year. I was kind of just, like, feeling like, yeah, you know, as long as they don't do some fuck, some fuck shit and fucking bring Urban Meyer back or something, like, mm. I think I'm going to go back. I, I watched how the offseason went. I liked the Doug Peterson hire. Um, I thought that... They did did some good moves before free agency in terms of the front office and the coaching staff. So I was kind of always closely monitoring them, even when I was still rooting for the Bengals. But yeah, the Bengals just never felt right. It felt weird, looked weird. Um, and then that that one day, I was just like, "It's time. I gotta go back." What one day? What what decision did you come to? Was it a Peterson hire? What what was the ball? I guess that drop that you were like, "Okay, like this is not right. I need to hit the group chat." So it was. I really made up my mind that I was going to more than likely go back on the day that Doug Peterson's uh, introductory press conference was. I seen how he handled Trevor, how he talked about Trevor, how he talked about what he wanted to do. Um, And that, that kind of was like the wake up call for me. And then I was at that point, it was kind of just like figuring out how to tell everybody because I I knew I was going to get roasted. Uh, So yeah, that was kind of the main part after that. Okay. George, you have something you want to say to Al or something to ask? I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, it kind of made sense because now I'd be more of an appreciation of seeing them at this low to see how, how good the Jaguars can be. And I, and I really do think, uh, who's in the division? Colts? Titans. Titans. Texans, Titans. So this, honestly, it's winnable. It's winnable. Not this year. I, okay, okay. I don't think, I don't think they're going to get, okay, but the, the ceiling and floor is much higher than it has right. been. Oh, and yeah. I feel like that's oh, God, where yeah. I was like, you know what? My heart has to go back to the Jags where, like, this could be – the fixing, you know, Doug Peterson, you know, has a Super Bowl with the Eagles, and uh, Trevor Lawrence was a fucking first overall pick. So, uh, I'm happy for you as long as you're happy. And then, you know, it, that day I put my uh, my Trevor Lawrence jersey on, and it just it felt it felt right. It just felt so weird putting on Bengal stuff. You know, I tried to fit in and buy the shirts and stuff. It didn't really work out. Um, but yeah, that and then the day it was the day before free agency that I announced it. I was like, all right, you know, I gotta I gotta announce it now in case they fucking, you know, do some. Some smart shit, which, you know, we'll get into that a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of how that, that decision came to fruition. So what do you do with all your Bengals gear now? Uh, if anyone wants to buy a Joe Burrow jersey. Or Jamar Chase. I'm going to keep the Jamar Chase one. Why is that? Just in case I get that uh, the TikTok thing. I want to keep I want to keep at least one. Okay. Um, but What are you going to do with my fucking Bengals mug? I still, I still drink out of it. Okay. I was thinking about just, you know, getting a Sharpie and writing an SF on it or something. For Giants. For Giants. Oh, okay, okay. You gotcha. know, it could pretty easily be transformed into a Giants mug. That's true. But, Same um, colors. Yeah, that, now the hard part is getting rid of the jerseys. Okay. Because you didn't buy that much gear. You had the, the Burrow, the Chase jersey. I bought you the mug. I don't know what else you had. And what then I had an AFC champion shirt. Mm. But that, that's going to be impossible to get rid of. They mm. fucking got tons of those. Yeah, they got tons of those. Uh, send it over to Africa. Uh, no, I'm okay. I'll <laughs> take it to Goodwill. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, someone will get a nice Nike shirt for the low low. Yeah, for three dollars. Yeah, it'll be AFC champion Bengals. It'll, right. Yeah, it'll, it'll be great. Okay, so you're back to the Jaguars. We get to roast you yet again. Yep. 
I'm still with the Chargers. George, are you still with the Rams? Yes, sir. You're still with the champs. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. So we're all on the same page. We got our teams. Al, Jags and Chargers this year. Yeah. And George, Rams and Chargers this year in LA. George and I also want to go see the weekend at Levi Stadium in August. Like there's a lot of shit I want to do this year that costs a lot of fucking money. But we'll figure it out. Um, I'm totally down to go. Totally down to go. Yeah. We should definitely go. Yeah, we should okay. definitely do that. Definitely have a drink or two. Definitely. We can, uh, we can go to Disneyland the day after. Oh, I'm good. I don't need to go there. Oh, okay. No, I'm good, bro. I don't need to go there. Um, <laughs> shit feels like going to jail to me. <laughs> I feel like Georgia Christmas. <laughs> All right, Al. Give me your take on this then. Yeah. You're back to the Jags. You signed Christian Kirk. Four years, $72 million. I like the other signings. Brandon Scherf, is that his name? Yeah, Scherf, yeah. I forget some of the other ones that you got, but Christian mm-hmm. Kirk was your big splash. Yeah. What do you think about Christian Kirk signing? He's now your number one. Chark is gone. Where'd yep. Chark go? Detroit. What do you think about the Christian Kirk signing and why? Because he's getting a lot of hate. So when free agency opened, Chris, believe it, Christian Kirk was actually the best. I mean, you could argue Allen Robinson, but Allen Robinson's kind of getting up there in age. Um, so Christian Kirk was one of the top two receivers available. And they needed to get, especially everyone knew Chark was going to be gone, so they needed to get Lawrence a weapon. Um, did they overpay for him? I mean, yeah, they probably did. But in terms of, like, what everyone's doing now is they're just giving big signing bonuses, which makes the cap hit every year a little bit lower. So it essentially is, like, a th- I think it's a three for, like, 60-something, or I don't know, something like that. Because um, they have an op- or a opt-out or team whatever option. Um, but... The the Christian Kirk signing I actually liked. I like Christian Kirk. I think that he's a lot better than his numbers have told. I mean, he's kind of always been in the shadow of Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins. Even this last year, DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Green. Um he has never topped a thousand yards, so it's kind of that's kind of, you know, you gotta take that into consideration. Yeah. I do think I do think he's gonna be really good with Trevor. Um But I mean at the same time, you're the Jaguars. You have to overpay to get the top free agents there. That's they've always had to. That's what happens when you're you know, when you're in the, the purgatory every year. Yep. Um, Your favorite word. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, you know, if you don't overpay for those guys, then I know Blake loves when I bring up this guy. You get Tavon Austin. <laughs> you get Philip Dorsett. You get these guys that shouldn't even be on practice squads. So I like the move. They, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, going, they're going for it to help Trevor. I would have liked to see them go for Tyreek Hill a little bit, little bit more, but it is what it is. Is, um, is what's his name healthy back, the running back? Robinson? Robinson? No, the... ETN. Oh, ETN, yeah. And he's probably going to be the lead back this year. Yeah, j Rob didn't have a good sophomore year at all. And, I mean, we can blame Urban. I was going to say, Urban was back all the time for... He was he was not having a good year at all. He did not have a good sophomore year. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. We'll see how um, he looks after the Achilles tear. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I'm happy for you. I don't really think it does all that much. George was saying that it's like a mid-tier signing. Which it is, but eighteen million for a mid-tier receiver. Everyone's saying, "Oh, I don't know if Christian Kirk's a top thirty-five receiver." That's nuts. He's a top thirty-five receiver. Is he top twenty? I don't I, know. I don't think so. I think twenty-five is even a stretch. Twenty-five is a stretch. It's mm-hmm. depending on Lawrence, really. If he can yeah, get him all to him. And, and Christian Kirk can do a lot, and it depends what his uh, other weapons do. You got you got to get him a, be- a another good receiver to put on the outside. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I'm happy for you guys. You have a true number one, it seems like now, because Chark, for whatever reason, felt like he had to kind of split some um, some uh, some targets with Marvin Jones. And he got hurt. Yeah. I mean, he's and been then, pretty injury prone in his career. Yeah. And so I, I'm I'm cool with it. I mean, it's not going to change your world. I, I still feel like you guys win five games, six games. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be 
that big of a game changer, but it seems like you have a true number one. But this might just be another old Jags move where you overpay yeah. someone that's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, for sure. Like, you guys have the defense figured out, which you guys always have the defense figured out, but the offense is always a question mark. It's always like, who can we pick up? Who can we overpay? This quarterback didn't work out. That running back didn't work out. Or, you know, we got five years out of MJD. That was good. You know what I mean? Like, it's just always something. But you're back to the Jags. Christian Kirk, it's decent. I mean, I guess you'll take it, right? I mean, Trevor needs somebody. I so. think, and I think Doug Peterson's going to be really good for Trevor anyways. I mean, look what he did with Carson Wentz. And he was in Kansas City during the uh, Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes years. I mean, so he's he's been successful grooming quarterbacks. I mean, he took fucking Nick Foles to a Super Bowl MVP. Um, he, he uses tight ends well. He uses receivers well as a good scheme. So I, I think he'll be good. Let's go to the nitty-gritty, man. Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. Let's talk about this. He got traded for what? A first rounder, two first rounders from the Chiefs. No? Uh, do no, we one. have the exact? Yeah, let me, let me look. Yeah, yeah, look that shit up, oh, man. Oh, there it is right there. Uh, first, a second, 2022 yeah. first rounder, a 2022 second rounder, a 2022 fourth rounder, and a fourth and sixth rounder in 2023. I'm going to start with you. What do you think about this? Oh, and they gave him a historic deal. They gave Tyreek Hill four years, $120 million. This broke this morning as we're recording this. Uh, still kind of a developing thing, but it's basically done at this point. $72.2 million guaranteed. Highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. He just passed Devontae Adams by $4 million a year. I'm going to start with you, Al. How do you feel about Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins and why? I think it's going to be really fun to watch him and Jalen Waddle, my guy. Um, I mean, if looking at it from the Dolphins' perspective, I mean, you're going for it, and now – it's Tua. It's it is his time. If he doesn't do good this year, then you got to get rid of him. Then it, yeah, it'll be that time to get rid of Tua. I think that Mike McDaniel is really going to utilize him and Waddle to make it really really hard on defenses. And then you add in Gasecki. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good receiving trio right there. Yeah. And then you have Mostert and Chase Edmonds in the backfield. Like that's they're pretty loaded on offense. So uh, I I mean I think they gave up a lot, but at the end of the day, I think that you kind of have to to get a guy like Tyreek Hill. Uh, and then obviously you had to pay him, which it is what it is. Um, from the chief's perspective, you tried to give him an extension. He didn't like what you had to offer. Uh, but this is what happened. This is what's going to start happening when these quarterbacks start getting 45, 50 million a year. Yeah. Cause that's going to be 25% of a team's salary cap, right? Right there on one player. Um, it's going to be hard to keep, you know, guys like Tyreek Hill because receivers are going to start getting a lot of money. If you think Jefferson's going to make less than this next year, he's getting 30, 35 million. Yeah, you're nuts. You don't think Jefferson's getting that much? No, no. I, you're nuts if you think he's oh, getting okay, anything okay, less okay. than that. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Chase the year after is going to get I was just saying, just Chase, as much. <laughs> Chase might get $50 million. That's, that's going to be the going rate for receivers. So, and, you know, it's gonna have, we're going to see what the salary cap's at in a couple years. Obviously, yeah. the NFL is going to keep skyrocketing. Um, I mean, I like the trade for the Dolphins. You gave up a lot, but it's going to tell you whether or not two is your guy. And if he's not your guy, you got to give up everything next year to get your guy. Can you imagine Justin Patrick Herbert? With Tyreek Hill, Mike Gazicki, Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mostert, and Chase Edmonds. George, Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins for five picks. Let's get the other perspective. How do you feel about the Chiefs into the deal in this? Because people are acting like they're getting fucked. They got five picks. Five picks. And not for nothing, two of those are pretty high. 2022 first round, the Dolphins did not do that great. I mean, I know they won like nine games, but... I mean, this is a stacked wide receiver class. This is like the Green Bay strategy. I go, we can get a receiver with our picks, you know, in the Devontae trade, which we'll get into that in a little bit. What do you think about this for the Chiefs, man? Um, before I go into that, I think 
Uh, what I love is it's competition now. We get to see who made who, receiver and quarterback wise. Aaron Rodgers. I like that. Aaron Rodgers does not have Devontae Adams anymore. Right. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have Tyreek Hill anymore. Yep. Let's see which one of the four is like the most successful, right? Out of Mahomes, Rodgers, Devontae, and Tyreek Hill? Exactly. I got Tyreek Hill number four. Devontae, Tyreek Hill, Pat Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers, who will be the most successful? I got Tyreek in number four. Oh, yeah. And it's not because Tua, it's because Tyreek. He's great after the catch. That's it. I don't think he has the best hands. I don't know if he runs the best routes. He's he's the best shifty guy. He's very shifty. He's very quick. He's very agile. His balance and his speed is insane. But, again, once that speed goes, I think it all goes with him. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, George. Um, the biggest winner is the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, you were saying this to us. Explain this for the, for the listeners. So, the Raiders, what they did was they paid – what I think is the best receiver now, Devontae Adams. Over your boy, Cooper Cup? After this last season? Triple crown winner? Devontae's number two to me right now. Right now. If we're going last three years in the NFL, I'll give you Devontae. But right now, you're not taking Cooper Cup over Devontae Adams? Because I am. No, Cooper Cup is the best receiver, but it, the same thing as, like, who made who, kind of like Stafford. And I mean, I know, like... What does Devontae do when it's playoff time and crunch time? Because I well, saw Cooper Cup make four or five straight catches on the final drive in the Super Bowl. He this had help year, from the This refs. year's telling, right? Like, this year's telling, like, True. Hey. And that's not hate because I'm a Charger fan. That's just like, Devontae, what the fuck did he do in that Niner game? I know Rodgers was cold. I know it was cold outside, cold as fuck. But nonetheless, dude, you were cold, bro. You didn't. What did he do? I think A.J. Dillon I had a better game than Devontae Adams. Yeah. I'm telling you as someone that watched the whole shit, like, Devontae was nowhere to be found. And neither was Rodgers. But go ahead, George. Uh, So, yeah. um, Wait, where was I at? The Raiders. <laughs> so, the Raiders uh, won because, one, you made your team better. Two, you made your competition worse. Yeah. Because what they did was they paid Devontae <laughs> Adams, who is a top three receiver. Let's go with that. And then you made the fucking uh, opponent lose a top three receiver. And go to Miami and not uh, your uh, nemesis, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And um, I, and honestly, I think the Chiefs won too because they got a haul. And they were never going to compete with the, the likes of, uh, you know, like the biggest fucking. They're not going to go to the bowl. I, I don't think so. Win, I don't think so. And so they won with their picks. Raiders won with hiring up in the division. And um, it's going to be a good year to find out who, who made who. Yeah, um. I, I that division is going to be crazy. I mean, the Chiefs. I mean, there's a real argument the Chiefs are going to finish last in that division now, barring whatever they do in the draft and whether or not they make another move. Because um, there's some free ag- guys that are going to be free agents next year that are receivers that could be dealt because they're not going to get re-signed. I mean, it's 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 it's. I think it's just getting started. I think it's still going to be a crazy off season. It's been nuts so far. Um, look, I like it for the Dolphins. I don't know if I love it. Yeah. That's a lot of money for a guy that I feel like is pretty one-dimensional. And I don't hate Tyreek Hill, um, but he has some character issues, as we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, man. I almost feel like, I'm not going to say the Chiefs won this deal. I'm not saying that because I, I always believe, it's like when we talk about, I know it's a different sport, but it's like when we talk about the Lakers AD deal. Like, oh, you know, they got AD and traded away eight guys. Yeah, but who got the better player? 
who got the better player and then that same year got a title. So to me, whoever gets the better player or players in a trade usually wins that shit. I'm never going to say, like when we talk about the Quill Mac Bears trade, that's what me and uh, Onwire were talking about a couple pods ago. You know, it's like, oh, we got Jacobs for Quill Mac and he rushed for 100 yards on the Chargers. That's cool, but Quill Mac was the better player. Like the Bears won that trade. That's just how it goes, in my opinion. I think whoever gets the better player always wins it. So the Dolphins won the trade and you got, um, what's the head coach's name? Mike McDaniel? Yeah. So you got him coming over from the Niners who used Debo Samuel as a total fucking Swiss army knife as far as catching and running the football. Like I'm, I've been watching those highlights cause I'm a football withdrawal right now. I've been watching Niners Packers playoff highlights, Niners Rams, Niners Cowboy, all those playoff games that we just had come out in January. I'm going to rewatching them. Debo Samuel is used like 50% of the time on those yeah. snaps and that's Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan because he's the main guy. He, he's, he's the captain of the ship, but your coordinators are what really makes you. You know what I mean? The coordinators are usually the ones calling the plays. So I like it for the Dolphins. I, I love you guys act like uh, it'll take away from Jalen Waddle. It's going to help Jalen Waddle because I still think Jalen Waddle's the number two there. Yeah. Just like last year, I thought, and Devontae Parker was her, but I thought if Parker's healthy, he's the number two still. I know Devontae Parker has been a few years now since he's been good. I don't know where he went. Where did he go, Al? He's still there. He's still there? Yeah. Okay. So I still feel like Jalen Waddle's the number two, but he's going to be that Debo Samuel guy, in my opinion. And he's going to go super high in fantasy. He's going to have a super good year. But Tyreek still, if Tua could just get it to him on the slants, and he can get it to him on the, on the stick plays and the out routes, I like it. The Chiefs have five picks. I like that deal for the Chiefs. One year left. I don't want to pay you all this money. I probably can't pay you all this money because I gave Mahomes half a billion dollars, and this is just what comes with a contract like that. Hasn't even kicked in yet. It doesn't until next year, and it's a 12-year deal. <laughs> um, and we knew eventually this was going to happen. And I don't remember what pot it was, Al, but I mean you were talking on some sort of pot. Maybe it was all three of us. Probably it was all three of us. About who's the expendable one. And I said Tyreek Hill. I'd much rather have Travis Kelsey than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's not going to block for me. Tyreek Hill is one-dimensional for me. Travis Kelsey is not. And he's getting up there in age. They just signed Juju. Uh, the Chiefs did. And I'm not saying he's as good as Tyreek Hill, but what's up? They still have McCole Hardman, who's, I mean. Yeah, but come but on. He, but he's kind of that same dimension that Tyreek Hill is in, that run-after-the-catch guy that can get downfield quick. I mean, he's obviously not anywhere near as good as Tyreek Hill is, but he adds that same dimension to the offense, in my opinion. All I know, excuse me, all I know is the two most important catches in that Bills game where Travis Kelsey catches. And Tyreek Hill had the one touchdown. He had the one play before the Kelsey play in the fourth quarter when it was 13 seconds to go, and he got, you know, 20, 30 yards out of it. But until he's out in space, I just don't think he's that special of a player. I I just don't. He's a great talent, but, again, character issues. You're the highest-paid receiver in football. You're not the best receiver in football. You're not even – I don't even know if you're a top-five receiver in football. I like Cut more. I like Adams more. I um, I like Jefferson more. I like Jamar Chase more. I could probably name off some other one. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I like some other guys more still. So, I don't know, man. It's cool. Dolphins got the best player in the deal, so I think they won the deal as of now. But we'll wait and see, man. Maybe the Chiefs nail all three of these picks, and we're sitting here in October, November being like, hey, man, my home's in those Chiefs. They're not going to be as bad as we thought. You know what I mean? That AFC West is still a bloodbath. For us to assume, I know we saw them flame out, the Chiefs, in the playoffs. And that's my last point, and then we'll go to the next thing because we got a little podcast. But I know we saw them flame out. But... I think Mahomes was hurt that game. I think Mahomes had a concussion in that second half. I don't think it was all just choke job and Andy Reid and we can't complete stuff and Joe Burrow, he's icing his veins. Yeah, that's a part of it and, you know, E-money and all this shit. 
But I think Mahomes literally was concussed or he was on the verge of it because it just seemed like he couldn't even fucking see or think straight in that second half. He played really bad. The whole team played really bad. So I don't know, man. The Chiefs, they're going to be okay, in my opinion. They still have Kelsey there. Um, and they still have, like, kind of words of layer. Like, they're going to be okay. They're going to hang in there. I don't think they got exponentially worse today. I really don't. No. And to get five picks for this shit and I don't have to pay you yeah. when I probably didn't really want to pay you, I don't know, man. But it is what it is. Tyreek Hill, the Dolphins. You guys tell us what you think. Hit our DMs. Hit whatever you want to hit. And let us know how you feel. Let's move on to this. Deshaun Watson went to the Cleveland Browns last Friday in a deal. He got kind of sort of some clarity in a civil case. Um, it's not going to go to court now, which a lot of people are upset about. But to me, just kind of tells me that I feel like a lot of this stuff was kind of bullshit. This Texan stuff was bullshit. It all came from the top of the Texans organization. I'm not saying that Deshaun Watson maybe a few times wasn't you know, a nasty man. He wasn't fooling around. He wasn't taking it a little too far with some women because these guys get money. They got egos. They're young. I, I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. Like, I have a little bit of podcast success, and George knows the phone calls I give him. You know what I mean? So it's just like, <laughs> like, George knows what I say on those phone calls, but like, I would never do what Deshaun Watson did. But I, I'm not excusing it. I just don't think it's a real thing. People are pretty pissed off about it. He still might get suspended by the NFL. Al, I'm going to start with you. How do you feel about Deshaun Watson to the Browns? Who won this trade? Texans got Davis Mills. I don't even know what they got back in this deal. I know it was some picks, but again, I like like the Ram strategy of let me get the best players because picks don't always work out, bro. Sure. Like, I think teams are taking that approach. And I think a lot more people are starting to notice that about the NFL. Like, teams like the Rams, teams like the Niners, that, oh, they traded three first and a third for Trey Lance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Trey Lance, I feel like, is going to be fucking proven. And that's all that team needs. I was a quarterback. We, all we do is talk shit about Jimmy Garoppolo. So, Al, how do you feel about this, Deshaun Watson of the Browns? Uh, so... I feel like it's I don't I feel like it's pretty equal on who won the trade. I mean, because even before the, all the the stuff happened with him in terms of his legal trouble, we knew he was never taking another snap in a Texans uniform. That was we knew that way before the civil stuff. Um, looking at it from the Browns' perspective, if Deshaun Watson doesn't get suspended by the NFL, they should be right up there with the Bills at the top of the AFC. They should be that good. The defense is good and young. The Browns? Yes. Who do they Absolutely. got at receiver? Amari Cooper. That's right. People's Jones. They brought Njoku back. I do like People's Jones. And apparently they're going to get OBJ back is what I'm seeing. Mm -mm. And then you got Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You got a good offensive line. Kevin Stefanski is your coach. We got to see on Kevin Stefanski. Bad year for him this year. Do we? I like Kevin Stefanski. I love Kevin Stefanski. First year, great year. Last year, I think Baker Mayfield kind of was the reason. But we got to see with Kevin Stefanski. I think he's going to be fine. But... The Browns should be up there with best teams in the AFC as long as Deshaun Watson plays all 17 games. Um, and honestly, I don't... I mean, in the AFC North, which is a pretty loaded division, I think with Deshaun Watson playing, they're way better than the Ravens, way better than the Bengals, way better than the Steelers. Um, they honestly could easily be the number one seed in the AFC, but it's all going to depend on, you know... What? I think they could. All right. I think they're that good. Okay. On, on paper, that team is that good. But, you know, Deshaun hasn't played in a year, so we'll have to see if, you know, there's some rust that needs to be knocked off. Um, he might get suspended. If he gets suspended, then obviously things change because they yeah. are trotting Case Keenum out there. I think it's Case Keenum. Yeah. Well, um, i take him over Baker. Oh, for sure. Which I think it's hilarious. <laughs> not not on any team on fucking planet Earth wants Baker right now, which I think yeah. is fucking hilarious. Wow, man. He's probably, well, he's going to end up getting cut and then going to be Mitch Trubisky's backup for a year. Or not Mitch Trubisky, fucking Josh Allen's backup. That'd be fucking hilarious. It would, yeah, that would be funny. Same um, draft class. 
Can you imagine? The first overall pick goes to be a sixth <laughs> overall pick's backup. Seventh overall pick, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Fuck that up. But um, <laughs> I mean, we'll see with Deshaun Watson. I don't, I don't know if the NFL is going to suspend him. I feel like the only way they'll suspend him is if something gets proved in those cases because it's the NFL and that's you know. It's how they operate. Yeah, it's how, it's how it is. Um, is t- in terms of the Texans' point of view, like I said, you he was never going to play another snap in your uniform. I actually liked Davis Mills. I thought he looked pretty good. He made some plays that you know I was like, okay, you know, there might be something there. So stack up the draft picks, see if Davis Mills is your guy. And I mean, they 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 are starting from ground zero, like they they are the lowest of the low. Um, but you know, they just got to start building it up. Um, see if Davis Mills is your guy, and just let it roll from there. George, thoughts on Deshaun Watson to the Cleveland Browns? Uh, if Watson plays, the Browns won this in a landslide because uh, both those teams are on her draft. And what the fuck are picks if you're going to fuck up the picks, you know? So, uh, if Watson plays, they're going to be up there in AFC North, probably win. Uh, but the whole the whole division is stacked, so I can see anyone winning. I'm saying, what the fuck are y'all talking no, about No, no, right no. Browns are stacked. Like, defensively, they're stacked. Baker Mayfield was just ass. And now <laughs> what you're saying is Watson has two of the best running backs in the league. Right. He's one, one of, one the, of best the best re- running backs yeah, in the yeah, league. One of the best receivers in the league. I don't know what else they're going to put out there. I don't know what else they're going to trot out there. I don't love the Amari pickup as much as everyone else. I don't think Amari's all that great. I really don't. I really fucking don't. With Deshaun Watson, though? If Deshaun Watson's as good Look, as he he's was. better than Dak Prescott, but I don't love the Amari pick. It, dude, he didn't get Devontae. He didn't get Tyree Kill. He didn't get Cooper Cup. He didn't get Jay Jeff. Like, we're, dude, I think so he top got... top 10, though? Like, gave me top 10. Amari Cooper? Hey, is he? Uh, I, I, I like CeeDee Lamb more than Amari Cooper. Dude, how many picks? How many? Ow, knock the fuck off right now. A CeeDee Lamb's ceiling is way higher than Amari Cooper's. Ceiling, talking yeah. Right talking... Yeah, I want CeeDee Lamb this next season. We're talking about right now going into the next year because there's no season right now. Okay. Right now, I want CeeDee Lamb over Amari Cooper. I'm not even just trying to argue for podcast sake. I cannot believe y'all are writing for Amari Cooper like this. Amari Cooper has He's three legit. or four good games. We've rode the Amari Cooper train in fantasy. Oh, and, sure. and he gets three fucking catches for 20 yards in 14 out of the 17 games. Three games he'll pop off out of fucking nowhere. Besides that, he's not doing shit. Okay, he gets hurt, yes. He's on the Cowboys, which is already streaky. What I want to see is him on a Browns team with a loaded backfield. The Cowboys are more stable than the Browns. That's saying something. That backfield, though? What the fuck that got to do with Amari Cooper? That opens up the passing game. Because you got to put more people in the box. That gives them more, more, more one-on-one matchups. I'm not going to say Zeke is better than Chubb, but Zeke's better than Kareem Hunt. I feel like the Cowboys also had a run game last year. As much as we shit on Zeke and he's a fat buck and eats cinnamon rolls. Look, he had like 11 touchdowns last year. 11 rushing touchdowns and like two catches. Like he had a lot of fucking tuds, like George will tell you. Like, Zeke still gets his 1,000 yards, 1,100 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Like, he's not dog shit as a running back. He's just overpaid and he's kind of fat. But... No, this notion that Amari Cooper's going to be my number one, this is Odell Beckham all over again to me. Amari Cooper is a total diva. He's not vaxxed, so he go and that's fine if he's not vaxxed. He's not vaccinated. He goes to the Dallas Maverick game with CDNA. Why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> and then he goes to the Maverick game courtside with CD Lamb while he's... Not able to go because protocol. I know Texas protocol is way different than like California, New York COVID protocol. Now it's funny because all that shit's out of the window, which again, predicted by Blake. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Amari Cooper is not this fucking guy that y'all, I think y'all think he is. A top 10 receiver? I don't think I'll tell you this much. 10. I like Tyreek Hill over Amari Cooper. Oh, for sure. 
And can we consider tight ends wide receivers or are those tight ends? Because Kel- Kelsey's a better pass catcher. George Kittle might be a better pass catcher than Amari Cooper. You want to talk about three good games a year? That's George Kittle. Uh, George Kittle blocked the shit out of well, you. Well, yeah, that's blocking. We're not talking. We're talking like. It's a tight end. Yeah. Look at me stretching the fucking argument. <laughs> We're talking about Deshaun Watson here. Let me give my take on Deshaun Watson. Again, the team that gets the best player or better player or players out of the deal wins the deal. So the Browns won the deal. Is it a landslide? We'll have to wait and see because it is Nick Casario in Houston. They picked Davis Mills in what the second or third round. And he looked pretty solid, man. Like he might have been a little underrated if we're being honest with you. Like I know at the end of the year, Al, you said that he was the best rookie quarterback in your opinion. That's the class that had Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. Um, I'm missing Zach someone. Wilson, Justin Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Like, and I know that those guys are not show out that well. The guy that had the best year was Mac Jones, and that's because Belichick and that defense was lights out for three months. But nonetheless. I still like Davis Mills. I still think that Casario coming from the Patriots, seeing how they do business, knows what he's doing, okay? So the fact that I got four or five picks is great. Deshaun, I don't think he gets suspended, but number one in the AFC, Amari Cooper, top five. What the fuck? What did I miss, bro? What are y'all on? Did I miss something? Did, did I blink? How, how good that team is from top to bottom. Are the Bills in the AFC, Hal? Yeah. I, are the Chargers in the AFC, Hal? I think they're... T- are the Raiders in the AFC? They're better than the Chargers. Are the Bengals in the AFC? The Bengals are better than the Browns? I don't think so. They just made a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, the Browns. They the were Browns a minute 46. Bowl. They were an Aaron Donald sack or pressure away from potentially winning a Super Bowl. And all of a sudden, the Browns with Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper are better than them? Fuck no. The Browns swept the Bengals with Baker Mayfield. That's fine and dandy. When it's playoff time, I want Joe Cool. How many times have I seen Deshaun Watson flame out against Mahomes? Well, how many times has anyone flamed out against Mahomes? Not Joe, not Joe B. Yeah, not Joey B. <laughs> I like the move for the Browns, okay? And Deshaun Watson, without playing a single snap on this team, is already the best quarterback in Cleveland Browns history, which is fucking hysterical. Uh, thank you. Uh, what happens with Baker right now, though? Because I'm not a big Baker advocate. I don't know if any of you guys are. You guys know my feelings. Al, what do you think happens with Baker? How do you feel about this? Where does he go and why? Because the Browns, this is the reason they went all the way back in on Deshaun Watson. Because last Wednesday or Thursday, we kept hearing, hey, it's Falcons and Saints. And he's from Atlanta, so like, it's Falcons. Little babies hitting them up. Ludacris is doing this. T.I. sent the private jet to the airport. Like they were doing, All the rappers and celebrities from Atlanta were coming out. And then all of a sudden, it turns into the Browns are back in it. And then it turns into the Browns have them out of nowhere. So what do you think happens with Baker? Because I think the Browns, excuse me, were getting pressure from within and from that fan base to do something because they're a quarterback away, just like the fucking Niners are. Yeah, They're not the number one seed in the AFC. I think that's crazy. I think that's literally the hottest take you've had in a while, Al, personally. But what do you think happens with Baker at this point? So at the time of the trade, there was three teams that needed a quarterback. The Falcons, because you kind of felt like Matt Ryan was done there. Um, Been done. Yeah. I kind of felt like he was going to Indy ever since that whole – them, them going for Deshaun Watson went down because Indy loves washed-up veteran quarterbacks. Mm. But So then you look at there's Seattle, there's Carolina, and there's Atlanta. Atlanta goes with Marcus Mariota. They're going for the number one pick next year. That's what they're doing. Because Baker is bad. I don't know if he's bad enough to get you the number one pick. So that's kind of what that is. I don't think he's going to Carolina because Matt Rule is like, well, shit, if I don't win more than seven games this year, I'm probably getting canned. So I don't want Baker Mayfield. And I think Seattle's kind of in the same boat of Atlanta where it's like we kind of want, you know, a top two pick because those top two quarterbacks coming out next year are really fucking good. So I think 
what's going to happen is he's going to get cut because I don't think anyone's going to – nobody wants to trade a six-round pick for him, which is insane, honestly. That's, like, one of the greatest falls from number one pick and to where he's at now in, like, what, what has it been, three years? Four, Four years. years. But it's all his fault. Oh, 100%. Um, so I think he's going to end up getting cut, signing – I honestly, signing a one-year deal with probably the Bills, honestly. D- somewhere where he can <laughs> sit behind a good quarterback, you know – with a good quarterbacks coach and kind of just, you know, learn. I could also see, I could see him going to Philly though. Philly makes some weird shit like that happen. Yeah. I'm also kind of surprised they haven't traded Gardner Minshew, but that's besides the point. Well, I mean, maybe they see what we all see in Minshew. Yeah. I mean, maybe they see that he could be I, that franchise guy. They're not sold on Hurts. Not, not at all. Mm-mm. They've you been, they have been trying to upgrade at quarterback every chance there has been, which is weird. Cause I don't think Jalen Hurts has been that bad. Right. I mean, they got to the playoffs. You know, they did. Yeah, they play. Well, they've lost to the Bucks in the first round, but it's like, oh, that's right, that's right. Tom Brady don't lose in the first round very often at home too. Yeah, yeah. Let's get real. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, but I think Baker ends up getting cut. Maybe signs, you know, Buffalo or maybe Denver. Go back up Russell Wilson. Um, interesting. I think that's what he does. He get, gets cut. Doesn't Mitch Trubisky goes behind a good quarterback with a you know a stable environment? Maybe he goes to Seattle. I mean, Drew Locke, is that really your guy? But then again, I think Seattle's like we want the number one pick. Yeah, they're going for it too. Then the yeah. Falcons. There's a couple teams in there. Yeah, so I think that's kind of what them in Atlanta are doing. And then I thought Carolina was really the only place he could go, and then Carolina said they're not interested. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be one of the more interesting things. Um, yeah. George, real quick, give me your Baker take. Where does he go? The Browns dumped him. Uh, he can go a bunch of places. It depends if he wants to start or if he wants to back up against someone good. Uh, Baker's ego will not let him back up someone in this fifth year. Not yet. So he can go to the Falcons. He can go to the Seahawks. Seahawks. I know, but what he said. He um, he can go to uh, the Texans. Man, (laughs) after he was supposed to get drafted by Jimmy G. Hey, if Baker Mayfield goes to the Niners, I'm hopping off that. Yo, I mean, they got Carson Wentz, but um, if Baker Mayfield goes to the Niners, I'm hopping off that Niner bandwagon. And I love the Niner bandwagon. I think I know. Where's that? L.A. Rams. Sit behind, Baker? Sit behind Stafford for a year. Learn from Sean McVay. Start from Sean McVay. Starts the week 18 when, you know, Stafford's sitting for the playoffs. I think that actually be a really good spot for him to sit for. If, if that's the route he's going to go. I think that's a good spot for him to sit, learn from Stafford, a good veteran quarterback that's been doing it for a long time, and also learn from Sean McVay. Al, you really think Amari Cooper's better than C.D. Lamb? Probably not. I think he's a little more okay. reliable, but I think CeeDee Lamb's better. Okay. I think Amari Cooper probably has better hands and runs better routes, but I, overall, CeeDee Lamb's probably a little better. <sighs> better hands, I don't know. Go ahead, go ahead George. Uh, are you asking me the CeeDee take? Well, it looked like you had a reaction to it, unless you don't give a I, I'd take Cooper right now over CeeDee. No, but I do understand that CeeDee is going to be probably be better. This season. I think this season. I think this close. season he makes the jump. We'll see. CeeDee's big jump yeah, is this year. Huh? He's gonna have the number one corner on him. Now, That's though. fine. He weighs a dude soaking weight is a buck thirty. Dude, he's gonna be able to shake and bake Jalen Waddle style. We'll see. I can't wait. Because they also don't have Cedric Wilson now, so he is the guy now. He's the lone guy there. That's right. Well, who who else do they have a receiver though? Uh, uh, oh, Gallup. Uh, Gallup. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. But look, man, you got <laughs> at home. You couldn't clock the ball fast enough. With all those guys. Like, you had to change something if you're the Cowboys. And I'm not here to talk about the Cowboys. I never want to talk about the Cowboys. Unless our boy Troy Paris on here with us. 
But I, I'm I'm not doing that, bro. I could. Could you see Baker in Minnesota? Might need to get Seth White on the phone. <laughs> Dude, that would be fucking hilarious. Call Seth. He's at work. He's not going to answer. Oh, fuck, if he wasn't right. on the food truck, I would. But. Yeah. Be funny as shit, Baker on the Vikings. Does that not make sense? Then what doesn't make sense? They just gave Kirk another what thirty million fully guaranteed, thirty five million fully. Which, by the way, whoever who's Kirk Cousins' agent? <laughs> Let's look into that because that's a good ass agent. That should oh, be everyone's agent. agent. Oh, Rich Paul. <laughs> Fuck. At this rate, the football Rich Paul. All right, let's move on, man, because we got a lot of stuff. Devontae Adams got traded to the Las Vegas Raiders. They also signed Chandler Jones in free agency. And look, man, I look over that offense. I got Jacobs in my backfield. I got Renfro. I got Adams. I got Waller. I got Derek Carr as the quarterback. I flip it over on the defensive line. I got Max Crosby, who they just gave a massive extension to made an all-pro team this year. Um, Chandler Jones, who had five sacks in the game this last year. I know it was week one, but hey, man, week one, give me five sacks. I'm cool with that shit. Al, I'm going to start with you. Devontae Adams traded from the Packers. What do you think about this and why? Okay, first off, did I not call this shit? I called this shit like at the beginning. I mean, of the Devontae offseason. literally told us this I think, like two years ago, but I, yeah. just, I was just in denial. I didn't think he was going to do it. I really never thought he'd be a Raider. But I think I've seen a lot of stuff lately. Dude, people are just fed up with oh, shit. You good? Yeah, we're good. Jesus Christ! I've seen a lot of stuff. Pe- dude, Packers players are fed up with Aaron Rodgers. They are fucking tired of him. Yeah, which I don't blame him. He's you know, if if you want to win, then you do what Tom Brady did. I mean, because at this point for Rodgers, you've made so much money, it doesn't even matter anymore. But. You know, that is what it is. But and for the Raiders, I, 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 I absolutely love this because they needed a receiver. They were probably going to take a receiver in the first round anyways. So why not use your first-round pick to get Devontae Adams, who's one of the top, probably top two receivers in the league? Derek Carr's best friend. They, he literally had just bought a house next to Derek Carr in Vegas, <laughs> which, is fu- which is fucking wild. But like you said, that offense now, all them weapons, I mean – the AFC West That's is... a lot of fucking weapons on that Raiders team. You know who I'm benef- not going to lie to you. Who benefits the most out of this is Hunter Renfro. <sighs> Why is that? Because how good he was last year. Now you get Devontae Adams drawing that much attention, and then you have Waller. Hunter Renfro's going to have a really good year. Eat. Yeah, he is. Waller's got to be healthy. He's got to stay on the field, though. Absolutely, yeah. And then Jacobs has got to be consistent running the ball. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, like I said, you know, that's good way to spend your first-round pick. This is why... You know, like you said, I think a lot of teams are going to start saying fuck those picks, like what the Rams GM said, fuck those picks, because you're not going to get a guy like Devontae Adams in the first round. I mean, it, it's just not going to It'll take you three or four years to develop him exactly. to see if he's worth that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I love this for the Raiders. I really do. I mean, for the Packers, you know, I don't, I don't know. Rodgers got paid. That's what he wanted. You wanted Rodgers to stay in town. That's, you know, that's what happens. But, um, yeah, I mean, I love it for the Raiders. It's a, it's a great move by them. And honestly, I'd. Don't even think they gave up that much to get him. George, Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders. He's playing with his best friend, Derek Carr. They played at Fresno State together. What do you think about this? How do you think the Packers fans feel? What does this mean for the Raiders going forward? Uh, I love it for the Raiders. They won. Uh, makes them better. Um, tenfold. Um, fuck the Packers. Aaron Rodgers. It's about his money. He doesn't want to win. He's not going to win another ring. He's about Aaron Rodgers. That's all he cares about. Ow, he's an eye guy. Oh, 100%. Okay. They're, they'll probably finish third in that division. He's a Butte guy, I think. He's a Butte guy. He's, he's a PV guy, a Butte guy, a Cal guy, yeah. and, a, and an eye guy. Yep. He's all four of them. They're going to finish third in that division. Behind fucking who? Vikings. 
Yeah, Vikings. But I think the Vikings are going to win that division. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think second will be a dogfight between them and my guy Dan Campbell. <laughs> just wait. Just wait on it. He might be on to something. Nah, man. The Packers are finishing with a better record than the Detroit Lions, Al. Dude, you know how many games the Lions were in last year? Do you know who the fuck throws the football for that team? He's not going to be throwing the football next year. Jared Koff up the football. That's why I fucking call They're him. They're taking a guy from Liberty, Malik Willis, second overall. That's that fine and dandy. So what? The fuck does that what mean? The, De- DeAndre Swift gets her half the season. TJ Hawkinson disappears all the time. Amon Ra had three great final three games. You get DJ Chark. Yeah, the D, the O line is really the, the O line. What did Shark do last year? The O line is tier one in the NFL. They have a very good tier O-line. one. They have a yes. tier one left tackle. That's it. Dude, their whole line's good. Frank Ragnar is one of the best centers in the league. All right, I don't know center names, so yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. They're they're all, okay. One and a half, we'll say. They're they're in the upper tier. And I'll give you Panay Sewell, but Jesus Christ. The defense is okay. They had some good players. They're going to, you know. I was going to say, name me one Lions defensive. I don't know anyone Arnold, that made a Pro Arnold, Bowl or an All-Pro. is pretty good. They have a couple good defensive linemen. Um, but then again, what do the Packers have? I mean, they have Rodgers. They have Bakhtiari. They got rid of Zadarius Smith. No Zedaria they traded Devontae. They, ha- they brought back Devontae. They Gable. got Aaron Jones. I mean, the DBs, they got Stokes. I mean, they got uh, who's who's Rogers throwing? I mean, he's one of Jair. Those, he's one of those quarterbacks that can throw the ball to anyone and make him look good. But they got Randall Cobb. Yeah, yeah, they do. I'm, I'm just, you asked me who they got. I'm just telling you who they got. <laughs> no, I, they got no. Randall Cobb. Yeah, I, but I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Lions take a huge step forward this year. You know, I love my guy Dan Campbell. That's fine, but he's not going to fucking have a better record than the Packers. That's crazy. But what if I'm saying the Packers might be down like That's down be close. I'm saying Lions are probably going to win, like, I think Lions are going to win five or six games this year. I could see the Packers winning seven. I don't think they're going to be that good. Look, I love my hot takes. I love my hot takes. I'm full of them. It's funny because my hot takes are just takes that end up being right. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. That's nuts. (laughs) The Raiders? Yo, they could win a Super Bowl this season. Legit. Like... They have their own home, their own identity. They're in Vegas. It's the Death Star. I feel like it's still one of the best home field advantages in football, and you're domed. Um, like I said, all those weapons on offense. I got Chandler Jones and Crosby on that defense. I feel like I'm missing someone on that defense still. Not Damon Arnett. Anyway, um, Devontae Adams, look, top two receiver. Raiders obviously won that trade. I feel like this does tell a lot about the Rodgers-Adams relationship. I feel like maybe we should have saw this coming when Rodgers, back in like November, December, did an interview, I think, with Aaron Andrews about how he texted Adams about how grateful he is for the friendship and, and how much he enjoys their partnership and, and all this stuff and, 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 and how much he enjoys throwing him the football and watching his growth as a person and a player. And it's weird because I feel like I've never heard Rodgers. He did this whole thing where he did the 12-day cleanse and he went on McAfee's show and I'm so grateful for Randall Cobb and Bakhtiari and, and Matt LaFleur and I'm so grateful. I'm so yada, yada, yada. And... I feel like it's just kind of getting ahead of the game at that point because we saw what happened next. He got paid, and the next day, Adams got traded. But it feels like maybe Adams have been fed the fuck up with Rodgers for about a whole season, and they played well together. And why why you smile like that? Because you know it's true? Yeah. I feel like Adams was fed the fuck up. Rodgers knew it in the back of his head and tried to get ahead of it, and it just didn't really work out for him. Look, the Raiders are humongous contenders, and I'm a Charger fan. I just didn't realize they had all those names. Now, on paper, I think the Raiders have a better chance of being the number one than the Browns. 
I think the Bills are better than the Browns. I'm not going to go back to the Browns at this point, but just we brought up how they could be a top seed. Look, if the Raiders go 14 and 3, 13 and 4, would not be shocked. I think the, I think the best team in the AFC West, and I'm a Charger fan. I think the best team in the AFC West, I think they're right there with the Chargers. I think that if we got Cole Mack maybe a year or two ago, I would have liked that move a little bit more than getting him now. But J.C. Jackson, that's a little different. Him yeah, and Derwin James are all pros. Yeah, because now you look. Now he's going to be covering Devontae Adams. Yep. Um, Travis Kelsey or, Travis, I mean, or Juju. It would have been Tyreek Hill. It's but probably going to be Juju. But it's yeah, probably going to be Juju. It would have been Tyreek Hill. And then Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Yeah, like Jesus I mean, Christ. But that's six games a year that you're covering a, you know, a good playmaker. I'll give the Raiders the game in Vegas whenever they play. Obviously, they're going to play twice as far as the Chargers and Raiders go. But I love the move for the Raiders. And if you're a Raider fan, this is a match made in heaven. You went through a lot of shit last year. If there was ever a, uh, I'm not going to say a consolation prize because Devontae Adams is not a consolation prize, but if there was ever a, a light at the end of the tunnel after your GM gets fucking fired for, or I guess steps down for making sexual, having a sexual assault allegations, Gruden's emails, Henry Ruggs murders someone and their dog. Uh, Damon Arnett threatens to kill someone, comes back to the Chiefs, threatens to kill someone again and gets released again. And John Madden dies. That's a rough year. And he still made the playoffs? And you beat the Chargers in week 18 when my guy Mike Williams saved my fucking team's ass that whole fourth quarter? Look, man. Congrats to the Raider fans, man. I, I, I cannot hate. I text every Raider fan I know. I told them congrats on getting Devontae because that's all you can do. If I'm sitting here, I go, oh, fuck Devontae. He's not that good. It's just hate. So, congrats to the Raider fans, man. Let's go to this, and then we'll take a break. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. is not finished. He is the GOAT of the sport, of the NFL. He is back. 23rd season. I will bet Zeus. I will bet Sadie. I will bet my grandmother. I will bet my fucking mortgage. I will bet my brand new fucking car. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win a Super Bowl for the 2022 season come next February. I might bet my own testicles they win that shit. But what do you guys think? George, I'm going to throw it to you first. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. is back. I'm happy. Nothing made me happier this offseason besides getting J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack. Then seeing Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. come back. He is the best American athlete since Michael Jeffrey Jordan. He's the most dominant athlete since Tiger Woods in any particular sport. There is nobody I bet my money on more and feel better about than this guy right here. He's on the Buccaneers. I thought he'd go to the Niners, but they didn't want to trade him there. What do you think is going to happen with the Buccaneers and why? Being a Rams fan. I can't believe a seven-time Super Bowl winner said uh, unfinished business. Uh, motherfucker didn't want to go hang out with kids. Uh, he didn't want to kiss his kids on the mouth. He didn't want to show them fucking phonics or whatever and said, uh, I'm coming back, baby. And, um, I mean, it, it, it's a good storyline. Like, I mean, I guess why not bring the fucking goat back for another season? My last ride, you know? He's 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 going to kill it. Uh, win? I don't know about all that. But, uh. Why not? He's old as fuck. He won a Super Bowl at 43 years old. His first year on a new team in the pandemic. 20 years after being on the New England Patriots on the brand new team. That was two years ago. That's like fucking seven years in, in fucking football. It's years. not. It's not. You literally burnt your fucking guy, Jalen Ramsey, with his last touchdown throw that we've seen. That Playoff like, Lenny resigned there. Three years, $21 million. Chris Godwin got franchise tagged and got a new deal. Russell Gage, very underrated. Russell Gage, very underrated pickup. I don't need AB. I got RG. <laughs> RG 13. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Well, when you put it that way, yeah, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Did any of their defensive players leave? I don't think any of their defensive players left. Did JPP yeah. leave? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They got sued. They got Vita Vea under contract. I still have Shaq. Or no, did Shaq Barrett leave? Oh. Shaq Barrett is still there. Signed, uh, the only one that left was their right guard. Went to Cincinnati. Oh. Didn't they get an offensive lineman anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Shaq Mason, his old guard from New England. <sighs> That's why he came back. He's like, yeah, I'm not coming back unless it's loaded again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame him. Do you blame him for that? I don't blame him for that. Dog, you need a super team in every sport to win now. Look at the Dodgers. Look at the fucking uh, the Buccaneers. Look at the Rams. Look at the Lakers. Look at the fucking Nets. Like, you need three, two or three superstars to even be in contention. The Bucks, the Suns. Like, that's what you need. Al, Thomas Hector Patrick Brady Jr. Retired for 40 days. I knew he was going to come back. I was so sad. I was so, I was so, I was so down fucking tremendous exponentially. That Thomas Tucker Patrick Brady Jr. retired. I was so afraid I'd never be able to pound the desk watching the GOAT of the sport that we love retire from football at 45. What do you think is going to happen in 2022 with the Buccaneers? Like I said in the group chat, script written, Tom Brady's winning the Super Bowl next year. I like that. He is 100. I like that. I like that. I mean, uh. The league, I mean, it was it was going to be weird without Tom Brady, so it's good to see him back. I mean, at some point, Tom Brady's going to be gone. I don't know when that's going to be. but <laughs> 2030. Probably at this point. Fuck. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't think he was coming back, but at the same time, I'm not surprised that he is back. Um, and I know just for your sake that you're happy to be able to pound the table again and uh, scream his name because that's you, you like to do that. Have you seen that jawline? I know. I know. My dad is is very happy. I'll say, how's your dad? He's a real Buccaneer fan. Yeah, he he's very very happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's good. That he's gonna be fun to watch. You know, we'll see. I mean, I, I think the Russell Gage pickup is probably the biggest pickup they've made this offseason. Because um, Godwin, I mean, coming off the ACL, I don't know if he's gonna be ready week one. I don't know. If yeah, he, he won't be. If, if I was gonna say, if he is, I, I think week six seven will be all right. And even then, is he gonna be a hundred percent? But I mean, you still we'll needed see. someone to take the pressure off Mike Evans because Mike Evans is, you know, he's starting to get up there in terms of receiver years. <sighs> but uh, pound the table a little too hard. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're going to run away with that division. That division's absolutely dog shit. Um, they're probably going to be <laughs> maybe the one seed, at least a top two seed in the NFC because the NFC is dog shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. It's gonna be fun to watch for sure. I have Bucks Charger Super Bowl. I have it today. You okay? I got it next month. I got it in June. I got it in September. I got it in December. That's what I got. I got Bucks Chargers. I think it'll be us and the Bills in the AFC title game. And I get to watch Herbert outduel Allen yet again. I can't wait to watch Josh Allen go down in flames again after having a perfect postseason. And I like Josh Allen, but I mean, come on, man. This whole fucking. Look, he might be the best quarterback in the NFL, but it seems asinine to say that. Because you have not made a Super Bowl and you lost your one AFC title appearance that you made. And you're the best quarterback in football all of a sudden? No. That's Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. What's up? What was your Super Bowl prediction? Bucks Chargers. All right. I got Rams Browns. Al, your turn. Give me give me a second. We still got the draft, though. I don't yeah. give a fuck about no, Who's I mean- in the draft? Who's going who's gonna to get drafted into the NFL this year that's going to make that big of a difference and that big of a leap for a team? What's up? Sometimes players get traded for picks, though. It don't matter, man. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right, all right. We'll give you a minute. You got Rams, Browns. Yeah. Uh, if Browns, if it all comes to, 
If Watson ends up playing and playing how he used to play, yes. And it's gonna be close. Like, don't get it don't get it twisted. AFC, NFC dogfight. Um you know, Chargers, Raiders, uh, Bills, of course. I, I don't know any other AFC teams right now. There, it's, it's all fucking close, but you know that's what I got coming out. Um, the Browns are stacked. Uh, I think the Rams have the formula. They already got it once. So let's get it twice. Um, you know, it's uh, not in the script, bro. But it's the yeah. Okay, who? Where's the Super Bowl? Arizona, Phoenix. Oh shit. I don't see the Cardinals do anything though. But um You know what happened the last time Super Bowl was played in Phoenix? Let me hear it. Wilson drops back to throw. Pass intercepted by Malcolm Butler. Oh no. That's what happened the last time a Super Bowl was played in Phoenix, Arizona. The fuck is you talking about? Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. is gonna win his eighth Super Bowl. He is the greatest American athlete since Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan to play any sport. He's the most dominant player in the history of football. He is the GOAT. He deserves no hate. He deserves all the credit. I've seen a guy at 43 in a pandemic go to a new state, a new team with no preseason, very little training camp, and win a Super Bowl his first year there, beating Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Mahomes to get it. Winning the first home Super Bowl. Now, the NFL is a script. You can't do it much better than that. That story is still better than the Rams story. There was no referee call that had to be made for the Bucs to win. They just beat the shit out of the Chiefs. Rams needed all the fucking help they can get on that final drive. And I love it that Cooper Cup did all that shit. But I'm with you, Al. The NFL is a script. And, I mean, what better way? What better way? And, I mean, not for nothing. I mean, okay, fuck all the script shit. Let, let's say that you just, you're like your dad. He's just like, he doesn't believe that. He thinks the NFL, there's too many variables. And there's a lot of variables. Injuries and, and things happen in the game. And you just, you could never predict it. Guys jump routes, whatever. The Bucks still have the second most stacked team in football behind the Rams. And the Rams, they're not even all that stacked. Whitworth retired. They don't, they, we want to resign Odell, then resign him. What the fuck's taking them so long? It's not like he's asking for $100 million. They don't want Odell that bad. I think he walks. Um, Aaron Donald, Sean McVay, oh, I'm going to retire. I'm done. Do they still love the game that much? I don't know. You know who retired and then immediately, immediately regretted it because he knew he loved the game way too much to leave it behind like that? Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. I'll bet my left nut, I'll bet my dogs, I'll bet my fucking new car I get here soon, I'll bet anything, I'll bet this podcast luck on the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl next year, and you heard it here first, Al got it right in 2020, I'm getting in 2022, there's no fucking way in hell Tom Brady's losing the Super Bowl this next season, that's all I got on that, do you guys have anything else? I got, I got, my, I got a prediction for you, go ahead. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Uh, we're here today. We're here today. We're already an hour in. I'm two or three beers deep. Let's fucking get into it, man. Let's do it, man. I got the Bucks. Okay. I got the Bucks. Oh, fuck. Here we go. What? I already know where you're going. Who, who do you think I'm going to go with? Raiders. No. I'm going a dark horse in the AFC. A wild card team that's going to run the table. The Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Yes. You heard that right. You mean the team that has a better backup quarterback than the real quarterback? How good were they with the backup quarterback? 
uh, as good as they would have been with Lamar Jackson. But I don't. I'll I don't knock think that. this shit off right now. You're the number one fucking Lamar Jackson, Lamar <laughs> Jackson hater. I was waiting for you to say. There's that. no fucking way you actually believe that. <laughs> no, I'm going. I'm going. So who's the contender? Bucks Bills. I'm going Bucks Bills. Mm. See, I keep saying the Bills, and then Josh Allen keeps losing. Go ahead, George. Hey, you got a mic, and we're in this right now. That overtime game. If Patrick Mahomes didn't do that fuckery. Yeah, and if my fucking uncle had a vagina, he'd be my aunt, dude. Like, this is not a fair fucking argument. No, put your beard down. I'm so sick of this shit where it's like, well, what if? Well, if that didn't happen. Yeah, but it happened, though. It happened, though. So, I mean, we can what if all day. Oh, what if Mahomes didn't have Hill and Kelsey? He'd suck. Yeah, well, that's how that goes. If Herbert didn't walk into a loaded-ass offense, he'd suck, too. If the Rams didn't get Matt Stafford, they would have lost, too. If the game was not in Hollywood, they would have lost that Super Bowl. Like, this is how things work, bro. Like, there's always variables. There's always what-ifs. There's always, oh, if that would have happened. Oh, if that would have went my way. Oh, if, if I would have just said that one thing to that one bitch at the bar. Oh, if I would have just gotten that one dog. If I would have just taken that one opportunity, that one job. If I would have went to that city. Well, you didn't. So things happen. This is how it goes. I hate those arguments. I hate it. I'm not doing it this, this year. This is true. I hate this that is true. shit. I've seen Tom Brady with this team win a bowl and then come back from 27 to three down. And the only reason, yeah, thanks for that. And the only reason they lost is because Matt Stafford made literally the best throw of his career at the end of that game. If Tom Brady wins an eighth fucking ring. Greatest American athlete since Michael Jordan. Yeah, no, but. It, the greatest American athlete. Yes, period. Over Phelps. But how, okay, okay, Michael Phelps. But I mean. The, I think, go ahead, go ahead. How scripted would that be? Like, come on, like NFL literally doesn't give a. F- that, that that's when you're pushing it to like, all right, like y'all don't give a fuck about but, us. But what does it say about your greatness when we're saying literally eleven months before the next Super Bowl? Because next Super Bowl is what February eleven next year, February twelve. Because the one this year was like Valentine's Day, day before February eleven next year or whatever it is. How great do you got to be for us to say ten and a half months in advance? Oh, it's scripted. <laughs> like what? No, he's just that great. Because everyone else, we don't know. Pat Mahomes, we don't know. Josh Allen, we don't know. Uh, uh, Herbert, Lamar, Burrow, Stafford, we don't know. Tom Brady, we know. It's literally, excuse me, it's literally, the, the, the beers are hitting. It's literally more surprising if he doesn't do it. That's how great he is. It's literally to that point. We're not even there with Mahomes anymore like we were. After watching what happened with him this year, we're not there anymore with it. Like, it's literally more surprising if Tom Brady does not win a championship than it is if he does. That's insane. And we're talking about it's a script? Dog, that lets me know everything I need to know right there. It's like if we were in the 90s and we were not – if we were Utah Jazz fans. Oh, well, yeah, it's part of the script that Michael would do, yada, 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 and he'd hit the final shot and it's all net. No, because he's that fucking good, and you weren't going to be able to stop him anyway. Game six, game seven, game five, game four. Jackson, Tyson, Jordan, game six, bro. So, I don't know. That, that just speaks to his greatness. He's been to 10 Super Bowls. I still have a feeling he's trying to win 10. Not get to 10, win 10. I, I don't think he'll stop until he wins 10 Bulls. I think he wants to put it so high up in the sky that it's literally impossible to wrap your head around how many fucking titles he's won. And let me tell you what. This guy single-handedly is the reason that I buy Kale Salad at Trader Joe's now. Because I realize that Kale can make you play in the NFL till you're 45 years old. <laughs> It's crazy as fuck. I think Tom Brady is going legit. What do you think? <laughs> All right. Hey, man, we're going to take a break real quick. When we come back, we got some more NFL stuff coming up. But we're going to take a break real quick. We got quick. more beers coming up, too. That's true.
All right, guys, and we are back. So let's get into this, man. Let's get into my team, the L.A. Chargers. They got Khalil Mack in a trade from the Bears. They signed J.C. Jackson to free agency to a five-year, $80 million deal, including, I think, uh, $35 million, $40 million guaranteed, something like that. Um, oh, wow. This is, this is a great game. This is one of the NFL's greatest games. This is what we should pot about is shit like this. That's a great idea. We'll, we'll say that for another day. Just so you guys know, everyone's a little buzzed. We have some mango cart. We have some Bud Light here. Um, but, hey, man. You got to do what you got to do. If you got to change the channel, change the channel. Um, let's get into this trade, though. Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson to the Chargers. Al, I'm going to start with you. Do you like this move for the Chargers? They need help on the defense. I know you love Herbie. Do you think this makes the Chargers real contenders? And why? Uh, Khalil Mack, I mean, the one thing the Chargers were pretty bad at was stopping the run. I think while Khalil Mack's a really good pass rusher, he's also really good at stopping the run. Now it's just a question of how effective is he going to be and how often is he going to be healthy. Um, I, I think it's a good pickup because they only give up a third round pick for him, right? I want to say a, a third, a third and a fifth. Okay, so it's like yeah, that's this year. That's basically this year, like, next year, not say or a fourth and sixth. I think actually that's not bad. Honestly. Yeah, not a, at all. Um, at JC all. Jackson. I mean, before Tyreek Hill got traded, they needed a top corner. Asante Samuel Jr. was good, but I think he's better as a number two corner. Uh, so now you know you got the top fish on the market in terms of corners. Um. We'll see what Brandon Staley can get out of that defense, but, I mean, the Chargers are definitely contenders, especially with uh, Justin Herbert and everything that offense has going on. Mike Williams? The big, Your here, guy? Here's the big question for the Chargers. Oh, boy. Is Austin Eckler going to be able to stay healthy another full year? That's a question. He'll be fine. That was his first full year of being fully healthy as the lead back. He made it, didn't he? He did. He was dominant the whole way, wasn't he? Yeah, but I'm saying that's the first time he's been fully healthy as the top guy. I think he proved it. I think so, too. But if, it's, it's a question with him as whether or not he can stay healthy for the full year. And actually, he did, he did miss one game, right? Or at least one. He, I feel like he missed... Uh, Maybe two. He missed one, uh, the Raven game. Yeah, okay. When yeah. they got stomped out. Yeah, and then, the he, game he well, then he missed one later in the year, too. Uh, I think that was COVID. Oh, I that think was it, it was COVID. a Chief yeah, game. That was COVID, yeah. Or no, no, the, the Texans game. Yeah, that was COVID. Yeah, right. yeah, he had COVID. Um, so, there you go. So I don't. I mean, we'll see if he can stay healthy. But I, it, they're going to be a fun team to watch. Whether or not they, how far they get in the playoffs, um, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch for sure. George, L.A. Chargers are they real contenders? Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. What do you think about those signings? Two All Pro, one of them former, but All Pro defensive players. No, they for sure have the names. Uh, uh, it's always a question if they're healthy. Joey Bosa and uh, Khalil Mack on the front. I don't know uh, any other the middle, but I know. Uh, Asante Samuels, uh, Derwin James, uh, J.C. Jackson. Um, yeah, that right there is legit. Um, division is super strong. I don't know who they're playing. They should. Uh, they were a borderline playoff team last year. They only got better. Kept a lot of the same pieces. Herbie only has one more year, or uh, has one more year under his belt to be better. Um, I could definitely see him playing really good. I love it. I think it makes us immediate contenders. I think it makes us right there with the Raiders for best team in the division. I do feel like we can lock up a guy like Devontae Adams, but that, like I said, that Raider offense is a little crazy, man. Like, they got Renfro, they got Jacobs, they got Waller. Like, there's a lot of dudes on that offense, and it really, it, it all depends, and it's all on the shoulders of Derek Carr. But as far as the Chargers go, you guys heard me 10 minutes ago on the pod say, I got Bucks Chargers in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's kind of some homer shit. But at the same time, I look around the AFC. The only teams I'm really, I'm not even going to say afraid of, the only teams that I'm like, they can really, really get bounced is Buffalo and Vegas. 
Cleveland, we'll see what happens. Um, New England, I'm not giving it to them. Miami, I'm not giving it to them. Kansas City, I'm not afraid of them now. I mean, who else am I? Baltimore, I'm not afraid of them. The Chargers have beaten the Ravens in the playoffs before with, with Phillip Rivers at home. I know it was Lamar's rookie year, but I just, I don't, you guys know me. I'm the big Lamar Jackson hater on the podcast, so I, I just, I'm. That would be me. Huh? I fucking hate Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but yours is like personal. Mine's like, I just don't see it kind of thing. And and I know he's one of the MVP. I know he's the, he is the most electric player in the NFL when he's in open space. When he's sitting in that pocket, mm-mm. What's the one thing? Mm-mm. <laughs> I was doing, mm-mm. Is that DoorDash? Is that, is that our DoorDash? That's not it? Okay. Um, I love it. I love it. It's exactly what they needed. They needed some pass rushing. Now, Khalil Mack, is he 2016 Defensive Player of the Year, Khalil Mack? No. Is he 2018 Chicago Bear? I'm turning the whole franchise around this season. Khalil Mack, I don't think so. He had an injury riddle last year, last couple years, if we're being honest. But nonetheless, I love J.C. Jackson and Derwin James together. They're both young. I think J.C.'s, what, 25? Derwin's 26, 27? Um, Joey Bosa's still there. I mean, Lord have mercy, man. And then, look, Herbie, Herbie's that dude. He's not getting any worse. Besides Josh Allen, I think he's the best quarterback in the AFC. So, we'll see what happens. I expect nothing less than 11 wins. And if Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson are not enough to get you in the playoffs when you were that close last year against the Raiders, and they re-signed Mike Williams, three years, $60 million. I love it. Um, and then we got Gerald Everett as well. We signed Gerald Everett from the Seahawks to be our tight end over Jared Cook, which Jared Cook wasn't doing a damn thing, and Donald Parham after he literally lo- got locked up in that Chief game, which was nuts to see. Um, I'm glad we got a, a real tight end. So, I mean, Herbert's got more weapons. That defense is a little more loaded up. We got some juice, man. And then Eckler, yeah, that's a big question. He's going to miss a couple games. I, I feel like all backs like that usually miss a couple games. You know, he, he, he's, a, he's a mobile guy. He's a two-way guy. But at the end of the day, is it going to be enough to hurt us in our championship aspirations? I honestly don't think so because I don't think he's our best player. I don't think he's our second best player. He's our third best player behind Herbert and... Yeah, and I I, I like Bosa, man. I like Joey Bosa. I know he's not Nick Bosa, but he's Joey Bosa. Bosa's your second best player. Yeah, absolutely. I love it for the Chargers. I love it. I think we're legit contenders. I'm a homer. I got us in the Super Bowl. And I mean, I just, I, I need to be proven right in something since switching from Packers to Raiders to Chargers in like an eight month span. Something's got to prove me right. Well, you were proven right by leaving the Packers at least. That's true. That's true. I mean, can you imagine me being a Packer fan going back from the Raiders and seeing that Devontae trade? How fucking sick I would have been. I would have been so sick. I would have been so sick of me. I would have been so pissed off. I would have been so pissed off, George. Let's get into this. Let's go elsewhere in the AFC West. Uh, these teams are just making all sorts of... This is literally the craziest march I've ever seen in the NFL. Russell Wilson was traded to the Denver Broncos two weeks back. Officially went through last Wednesday for Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and like five picks for Russell Wilson and uh, I forget who else. Was it someone else in that trade or was it just Russell Wilson? I think it was like a fourth round pick. Yeah, just something like that. George, I'm going to start with you, man. Russell Wilson went to the Broncos... What do you think they're going to do in the AFC West and the AFC as a whole, and why? Um, I think Russell Wilson is too over the hump right now. Um, I think they're they're going to do all right, but not enough. Um, Chargers and Raiders are really going to run it. Maybe this weekend. I don't know. The AFC is too tight. Um, Russell Wilson is going to have to. Well, actually, I think uh, Javante Williams is going to have to hard carry for them to get to uh, that third uh, spot. Um, I had no idea Gerald Everett went to the Chargers. That's a really good pickup, and the Raiders are 
undeniably really great on offense. Um, what I think is uh, they're going to be the third uh, best team in the division. Um, Chiefs are actually dog shit now in, in my head. But okay. uh, uh, really, they have a chance. They could be second best team in the division. Um, it's, just, uh, it's just a matter of um, execution. That's my thoughts. Al, Russell Wilson as a Denver Bronco. Can we can we name off? We don't have to do it in particular seating. Can we name off the seven teams in the AFC that will make the play? It's seven now, right? Yeah. Who will make the playoffs? So, I mean, I don't I don't know honestly. Uh, I'll do that on my turn. So you you go ahead and give us our thoughts or your thoughts on Russell Wilson to the Broncos. What do you think, man? I'm pretty torn honestly. I'm not the biggest believer in Russell Wilson. I never really have been ever since that that Super Bowl uh, they lost to New England. Um, <laughs> That's what I said. I mean, I've just I've never been that high on him. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't. I mean, I think he's been a great quarterback, but I think he's past that point in his career. I think you gave up way too much to get oh him. Oh my god. Um, and I don't. I don't love Nathaniel Hackett. I know Nathaniel Hackett pretty well because he was the. As our DoorDash has just arrived here, let's pause this podcast real quick. We'll pause the podcast real quick. All right, and we are back. So we just got DoorDash about 20 minutes ago at this point. Got four McDoubles, four McChickens. I know this is way different than what we ended on, which is Russell Wilson, but we got three large fry. We got a bunch of shakes. We got a lot of a lot of food, a lot of food. I didn't have much because I already had some pizza. I already had some uh, Jersey Mike, Joyzy Mike's earlier and stuff like that. So did George. He's already on his fourth McChicken, and he's already had a large fry. And I was just telling these guys, I'm like, why don't we do something on the pod where we just talk about us as friends and talk about like little stories and just little tidbits of information and stuff like that. So I want to tell this quick story that I just told off air about George. <laughs> George is looking at me like he's like, when can I get out of here? I'm your ride home. So you get you got a deal. Hey, this, hear sto- this story. This story is not cap. This story is not cap. You're a Capricorn, so... I'm, I'm a Capricorn, not a Capricorn. You need to watch the language. Watch the tone. So, I go to his and Rick's place back January, December, something like that. I decided to get breakfast. I know everyone likes Donald's because we're fat. Even though Rick's skinny, he's fat. I go and get four sausage McMuffin with egg, two sausage biscuits, excuse me, and two McGriddles, three hashies, two Frappuccinos. Rick doesn't do caffeine. Like there's any caffeine in the frappuccino anyway, but nonetheless, I think it's sugar. It's it just, it's literally just sugar and then like a little more sugar and then like some ice and then like some sugar. So I do all that. Come to Rick and George's, 10 a.m., 10:30 a.m. I smack two McMuffin with egg and hashies. That's my go-to. Two McMuffin with egg and hashies. I may have had one McMuffin with egg and, and a griddle because I wanted something a little different. The, the maple is just insane on the McGriddle. With one hashy, I wasn't going to have two. That's gut. <laughs> and then Rick doesn't eat any at all because he already eats McDonald's earlier that morning. George proceeds to have two hash browns, his frappuccino, and six, six McDonald's sandwiches. Al, you are not there. Give, give Al the mic. Al, what's your first reaction to hearing that George smacked three McMuffin with egg, a McGriddle, and two sausage biscuits? And two hashies in a matter of a half hour, as he digs for his fifth <laughs> McChicken right now. For another McChicken. 
<laughs> you go for another McChicken? <laughs> Smack it. You paid for it. <laughs> it's gonna be his fifth sandwich. George eats so much when he gets. Bu- give George. Give George a mic. I, I hate that we gotta share mics, but give George that fucking mic. What's going on? What, what do you want to say? What do you want to say? I said, "Where's Rick for the fucking stenographer to get this story?" Right? Bro, that's what you want me to call him. Call him, yeah. All okay. right, I'll call him. I'll call him. No, it's fucking. Uh... Yeah, is he at work? Oh, is, he might be. He is he awake? Be. It is two thirty on a fucking Wednesday. So, nonetheless, man. This is a funny-ass story. Do you guys have any stories about me? George, are there any things about me? Uh, let's just all have just a little bit of share time, and we'll get the fuck out of here. I just want to get us a 90 minutes. Let's start with Al, so I can think. All right, let's go to Al. I got to think. What the fuck? All right, you tell, you so I can't put you guys on. No, 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 I just no. told a story. Tell about Al. Uh, tell a story about Al? Yeah. Um, Al doesn't get fucked up with me. Al doesn't eat a bunch of food with me. Al doesn't. He did tell us that he took Hannah on a date to In-N-Out for his first date with her, who's now his fiance. And he ate three in and out double uh, animal style burgers and animal style fries no, in front no, no. of her. Two burgers. And, and, and that's one what made fry. her fall in love with you? Two Isn't burgers, that- one fry. I ate the cheese paper. I thought you were saying that the third burger is what made her fall in love with you because it well, really showed that you'd be yourself. Burger. I ate half of her burger. Oh, well, half. Two, two and a half. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, that's. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be yourself, man. Oh, my God. I ain't changing for nobody. Al, what would be your advice to someone like me that gets fucking no ass whatsoever, no action, that, because you're good with girls. What would be your advice to someone, 22, 23 years old, doesn't get no action, that they're trying to get in the game, what would be your advice? And don't give us the, just be yourself, you know. We, I, I know that, motherfucker. I need something that actually helps me. So say yeah. something. So, I mean, this day and age, I mean, honestly, the whole, like, seeing people in person is, like, honestly gone, really. Um, yeah. So on, you got to be on the dating apps, honestly. Me and Hannah met on Tinder, which is like kind of wild, honestly. But uh, after that, it's just like you know, I, I hate to be the cliche, be yourself, but it's like you know, I was I was just me. Um, and then uh, like going on after that, it's just like knowing what you want and like you know knowing what's best for you and and looking for that, I guess. Um, but like it's also the kind of thing like when you know, you know. I guess I don't know. How'd you know? Uh, At what time? When did you know? So before me and Hannah started dating, I was smoking weed all day, every day. I was fucking doing, you know, that shit. I was, wasn't in school, was working down at the pizza parlor, just fucking spending all my money going to Kings games and shit. Um, and I'm not joking. Like the day I started talking to Hannah, I stopped smoking weed. I got my shit done for school the next day. So, like, I just from, like, that first day of, like, talking, I was, like, I wanted to be a better person. So, like, that's kind of when I knew. And then, obviously, like, you know, once we started hanging out more, I was, like, yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. George, give us a funny story about us. Tell us something that you, because Al is just out of it. He's literally in a food coma. This is, like, Thanksgiving to him. Give us a story about a time that you had fun with us, a time that you'll always remember, whether it's me and Al, me or Al. Just something for the for the listeners. Just something that if they if they really care about us, if they really care about us, you know what I mean. What, what's what's something you tell them? I know you're not going to come with any material whatsoever, but just I, act like I you got will. like a bad. I'm so bad at fucking explaining stories, but basically, no me and Eric and Blake went to Five Guys. Oh Sorry about God. that, guys. And uh, it's gonna be the worst. Story. And we're yeah, this is gonna be a terrible. Story. Oh no, I know. <laughs> you, know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, we were like leaving out of the fucking place, and I was telling 
Do you remember? Just start me at the beginning, and I'll go through with it. There was a gentleman I used to work with that. No, but how did we get onto that? I just got onto it. I don't know. Pause. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like uh, we're talking about like how to pool or something, and then like uh, I was talking about how, to how heat up the seat and like what kind no, of action. Here's what it was. Yeah. We were talking about Rick's beard. And I said that I think I'm the most attractive out of all y'all because I can pull either gender. Because I've had a man straight up, thanks for crumbling the fucking back on the mic. Uh, I've had a guy, I mean, what are you digging for? There's nothing else in there, George. I mean, goddamn, bro. I'm looking for Mc, uh, McDouble. How fucking fat? <laughs> Yo, chill. <laughs> I was talking about how this one guy, great guy, shout out to him. He's a nice dude. How he is gay. He likes men. And how he hit me up one time and kind of expressed that he had like a crush on me back when he used to live here. And I was just explaining the story and I'm not going to reveal his identity or nothing like that because he didn't want me to. But I was just explaining how I think that kind of gives me an edge over George and Rick who they might be interested in in women. And uh, this is (laughs) how I'm explaining this is terrible. How women might be interested in them, but I have both genders interested in me. That's what the debate was. And now you go ahead and explain your story, George. Your side. Wait, you want me to keep going? Yeah, fill some dads. Are, are you going to choke on no, your fry? No, I'm good. Okay. All right, so just let me know. So basically, Blake didn't reveal who it was. He was just saying, like... Yeah, and I won't. The details of the message. And, like, saying, like, uh, they're, like... You kinda... guys said I let him on. No, no. I no, said no. I was being nice. No, there was no, like, gender even revealed. You were kind of saying what was being said. No, there was a gender reveal. You guys knew I was talking about a dude. No, no. You said that, like, right after, like... And then, like, wait a minute. It's a dude? And, uh, so, basically, he was saying, um... Would you... Uh, it, it'd oh be harder God, without George. reading the messages. But, basically, he was talking about flirting with a dude. And we're like, wait, what are you talking... Like, yeah, I could have bagged him. And then we're like, wait a minute. I could have. No, you could have. I didn't. But we didn't understand that you were talking about a guy at the, at the time. And it's poorly explained. And then you guys were like wiling out like, oh, my God. Uh. And then like, the more I kept explaining the messages, you guys were just like acting like you didn't want me to reveal more, but you wanted me to reveal more because that's how dudes are. We're fucking weird like that. We, we act like we're not into our friend's story. And, oh, it's a guy. I'm not interested. But no, nah, I kept going on that story. That was a good story. And, I, and I, I, I was like, yeah, he's got some traction. Eric was the one denying it. Because Eric likes dudes. <laughs> what, what, where is this pod win? <laughs> That's a crazy ass statement. I don't know if Rick's in the guys, but shout out to Rick Young. I don't think he is. He'll listen to this at some point and be like, what? Why'd you mention me? Um... No, look, shout out to him, man. He's a good dude, Rick, and, and the guy I was talking about, but I'm not into guys like that. I'm not into guys like that. It was just a funny story. You guys asked. I gave you the the the, the details, and then you guys were just, like, sitting there just looking at me a little sideways, but it is what it is. So I, I don't know how your story turned into my story, but thanks for that, George. Fucking zero personality having us. No, it was, it was a bad funny Fuck. story. Let's do a, a Daisy Caballero podcast review. Okay. Because I'm kind of pissed off I missed it. Okay. Filling some dead time? Yeah. How about you stop eating on the fucking microphone, George? Okay, my bad, guys. Okay, God so, damn. So basically Put the fucking chicken away. Was, uh, I was working a double for uh, both these jobs, and then I I, uh, I got like four hours of sleep for the podcast with uh, Blake and Daisy, and I was like, fuck, dude, let me just get one more hour in. I should be good. I put an alarm on. 
And I slept through it. And Famous I, last words. Yeah, one more hour. Yeah. Let me get 20 more minutes. Literally. You wake up five hours later. And I woke up at three. I'm like, oh. Like, you know when the fuck. You know you know when you miss your alarm. Like, oh, fuck. Like, you just know. Like, you just, Straight anxiety. You see the light, like, hit the wall different. Like, you just know. Like, oh, fuck. It's three. I check the phone. It's like It's a little three. warm in your room. Yeah, like You're like, almost starting to sweat. Like, oh, You're not a little swampy. Yeah. And like, I like, dude, Blake's probably fucking. Done. No, like, not even, like, done. Just, like, I imagine you're at home in your bed or, like, playing with the dogs or, like, at the Sprouts grocery shopping or some crazy shit. And I was like, fuck. And then I'm like, well, it's just one. Like, how bad could it be? And I I listened to the pod. I was like, oh, fuck. This is probably one of the better pods. And, like, it was like, how long was it? Uh, 90 minutes, something like that. But you like you guys were there for like three hours? Uh, hour, hour 40. Uh, No, not two three hours, hours but, but over two for sure. Over so two for sure. Shout out to Daisy, great guest. She was really good on the pod. I appreciate her coming through. Really professional. When, when, I, was, when I had a cold, I literally was sick last week and wore a mask to it. And she still was professional enough to come in. And luckily I did not get her sick. So I'm happy with that. Hispanic. Um, yeah. Really? Well, you recommended that I should get her on. That's why you were upset about that, because that was the one pod that you were like, get Daisy on. And the only reason I was reluctant about it is not because of her or anything she did or didn't do. I just never met her in person. She was one of the few reporters I hadn't met in person. So I just didn't know her at all. Yeah. So I didn't like text like, her to get to know her before we did the pod. Yeah. I, you know, coming into it, I don't like doing just a straight cold podcast, especially if I work at the same place as you. It's different if it's like the mayor or a business owner. That's different. That, the whole point of it is I'm starting to get to know you and the listeners get to know you throughout the experience. But when I work with you or work at the same place as you, it's just a little different. But um, you recommended me getting her. So that's why you were upset about it, I think. Yeah, no, the thing was, no, I wasn't upset of the, about that. I was upset. Well, okay, so basically he didn't want to get him because he didn't know her. But like, well, this is a good way to get to know her. Plus, you get an interviewer. And then I missed it. And it uh, ended up being much better than I thought it would be. What, much, much better. And then... Um, you thought it'd be bad? Not bad, but like, well, you don't know her. How the fuck are you going to interview her? Right. And Blake went uh, far into detail and got her. I don't even know how he got like all this information. Um, connected dots like uh, by association with her friends. You know, um, all the other newscasters, Mason and them. And, Shout out to them. And uh, yeah, it ended up being more informational than I thought it would be. I hope we get her uh, back sooner than later because I know her contract's up. Like this time next year, basically. Uh, yeah, something like that. I think. Yeah, January. And the crystals yeah. and emoji, all that kinds of shit. And uh, you can tell yeah. Blake is really getting uh comfortable with with his uh, coworkers. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. I uh, appreciate it. Al, anything from you? Any stories? Any comments? Have you do Do you listen to the podcast when it's not me and you on the pod? It's fine if you don't. I don't take it personal. I don't blame you if you don't. Everyone's got a life. Um. I do sometimes. Anything podcast related? I'm fucking full. Hey, man. I'm in like a food coma right now. Hey, your guy, Sam Kaminsky, uh, I don't know if you listen to that podcast, but he, he wanted I, me to shout you out. I, I shouted oh, you out to him. Oh. And he was like, yeah. He's like, I know Alec White. He's on my shit all the time. Like, yeah, I know Alec. He's a, he's, a, he's a good dude. Kings fans. So, yeah. Yeah. Kings fans stick together. We, we suffer together. Yeah. That too. Um, I was maybe hoping one of these days to get both of you guys on. I think it'd be cool for you to meet him and stuff like that. Since you're oh, familiar, yeah. you have a Twitter. Yeah. I don't have a Twitter. So you that, gotta get on Twitter. So no, I don't. You gotta get on. Because I wild the fuck out on Twitter. I say whatever the fuck I want on Twitter. That's fine. That's what Twitter. No, for. it's not. <laughs> you should see what George tweets. <laughs> it's so bad you guys won't even follow me back. I followed you back. No, you didn't. But I regretted it. I did follow you back. Wait, you got a Twitter? Yeah, last like August, September, like, and I was just sneak dissing motherfuckers for about uh, three days, and I deleted my shit. Uh, I was saying crazy <laughs> shit on Twitter. 
Didn't regret a single word of it, but I couldn't have that on the brand. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Delete it. So, it's um, what it is. Any other material? I, I don't want people just to sit here and just be like, all right, this podcast is getting NBA, boring. Uh, March Madness, anything? I don't give a fuck about March Madness. NBA, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I'm looking forward to the playoffs. Um, I got Nets winning it all. I got Nets Warriors. That's exactly the matchup I want to see. That's in a June. safe pick. Oh, Al, you have anything? I got Nets Warriors. In the West, I have the Grizzlies. That's laughable. It's not laughable. They're two seed. That's they have one player. Deepest team in the in the West. Mm. Deepest team in the West. Deeper in the Warriors. Yes. When they get Wiseman back and Draymond back, Wiseman ain't coming back. He just had a setback. They shut him down again. Deeper than the Suns? Probably not deeper than the Suns. I'm say the Suns are pretty deep. Suns are pretty deep. And they're getting Chris Paul back. And right now, Book still looks amazing. They're a fucking juggernaut. But I'm going to go Grizzlies. I got Grizzlies. And in the East, I know Blake's going to love this. I got the Boston Celtics. Also laughable. What if the Celtics? Hottest team in the East right now. They've won like 18 in the last like 22 games. I think, dude, Tatum's I think to get that far in the playoffs, you have to have a – it's going to sound bad because I think Tatum is a superstar, and I've loved Tatum since the day I saw him play at fucking Duke. Um, Duke, right? I, I you got to have a true, like, top five player. If you don't have KD, Curry, LeBron, Giannis, or – I mean, I'll give you Jaw. Luca, like if you don't have those, got Kawhi. I'll get. I'll give you Kawhi. If you don't have one of those seven eight guys, I don't see it. I don't see it. It's so hard to win three series in either. They're going to beat Milwaukee. They're going to beat Brooklyn. Fuck. They're going to beat Philly. Really? Okay. How much you want to bet on that? Why? Because you're just saying shit. Oh, okay. Celtics and Grizzlies finals? Yeah. Al. How much do you want to bet right now? I'm not betting it. Why? Because I lost the last bet. But bet. No. Oh my god, you I'm did this last bet with me. I'm, I'm really good at betting, y'all. No, I'm really good about taking money from my friends. You won't fucking bet spreads. You only bet fucking money winners? Lines. That's how it fucking works. Why would I bet spreads so you can still win when your team loses? Now your team lost, homie. Spreads is the way to go. Take that ass. I bet spreads. Take a loss. I tried to best spreads. That's fine. Best spreads with all those Vegas motherfuckers that are, yeah, are afraid like The ones like that you. win money. No, the ones that aren't af- the ones that are too afraid to pick a fucking winner, Al. Okay, the ones that are wait, too afraid to on. put their nuts on the fucking table, unlike me, and so pick a fucking winner. You go to Vegas, you put twenty dollars Rams money line on the Super Bowl. You mm. know what that's gonna pay out? Sixteen dollars. Hey. You're not gonna win anything. Hey, you know what my parlay was? Odell anytime touchdown. Cooper Cup anytime touchdown, Rams money line. You know how much money I won that night? Gaga Twenty bucks. It was like 50, but I mean, hey. <laughs> no, get me off the mic. Hey, I'll take 50 bucks. It's not my fault that you took fucking, what, Rams minus four or whatever the fuck. Th- oh. I wanted to take Bengals plus four, and it would have hit. For basketball, it's going to be Nets, Bucks, or Warriors, Suns. That's about it. Yeah, everyone knows that. Nets, Bucks, Warriors, like in the conference finals? Well, yeah, like one of those oh, teams okay. is going to win. One of those, those four. Zach super teams. I, and that sounds like the safest picks, but it's those the are truth. Picks. The, I can see the Grizzlies being like this year's version of like the Hawks, like young breakout superstar 
just hot streak, and they just get it rolling. I love the Grizzlies. I mean, I'm with you. I just don't see them beating the the Warriors or the Suns four times in in ten days, twelve days. I just don't see that. Do we trust Curry coming back from injury? He's out the rest of the regular season. Yeah, it's not a foot injury. I have the Suns for that reason. Going right back to the finals. I've had the Suns since last July. I don't know why you're looking at me with your head tilted. No. I literally said last year after the Bucks won, like I think the Suns are going right back. I don't believe in the Warriors. I literally have been saying, I don't know what Clay's going to look like. I don't know if that defense will be as good. That seems getting up there in age. I think they lost the allure and the magic of the Warriors as soon as they leave Oakland to go chase the money. Excuse me. Uh, the Suns still have DeAndre Ayton on a rookie deal. He's still young. D-Book's just hitting his prime. Like, it just didn't make sense to me. I think the Warriors' best days are behind them. I still believe that. Until someone proves me otherwise, I'm going to roll with that. And then, like I said, if you don't have a top six or seven player, I just don't. Celtics, Grizzlies, no one on any of those teams besides maybe Jaw as a top seven player. Nobody. And I was going to sit here and be a hater and say LeBron isn't better than Jaw, but he is still. Okay. NBA is wrapped up. We all know what's going to happen. That's why, that's why it's not interesting. That's why I love the NFL. That's why we came in here and did an NFL podcast in March when it's March Madness and the NBA playoffs right around the corner. You know what I mean? That's how boring the NBA is. After last year when there was no fans and it's just like it's empty arenas and it's COVID and all this shit, it's just like, I don't know, it's just so fucking boring, man. It's so boring to watch. It's so boring to watch. And it's like it's not even interesting until the second round of the playoffs because even first round, you might get one good matchup. Like if we get, what, Suns-Lakers round one, of course I'm going to watch it because I'm a Laker fan, but like Lakers are getting bounced in five, six. They're not winning no fucking playoff series. So... I don't know, man. NBA is just so predictable. And it's like until literally May, you don't have to watch a lick and you'll get your pick right. <laughs> like, who are the superstars? Okay, yeah, I got them. That's literally how it goes. So that's all I got, man. Um, any music come out recently that you guys have listened to? Any, any Anything on that front? Anything going on? Man, you guys have such a great personality. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, we didn't do a mock draft. You want to do a mock draft? We'll take one more break to get our shit together, and we'll do a mock draft. All right, when we come back, we're going to do a fantasy mock draft in March because we are fucking football junkies and fanatics, and we are having serious withdrawal, and the draft will be super light this year. And after the Tyreek Hill trade and Russell Wilson trade and all this shit, we got to do a mock draft to see where everyone's head's at. We will do that on air with me announcing every pick right after this. All right, guys, and we are back. So we're going to do a live mock draft here on the pod. It's March. We're bored. This is the Sleeper app. I've never been on this app before, but it's a 12-man draft. Me, Alan, George are all in this shit. And we'll see how this shit goes, man. I got third pick. Excuse me. George has the fifth pick, while Al has the... Al, what pick you got? What team are you? Sixth pick. Okay. So we go three, five, and six here in this draft. It is finally full. Waiting for this shit to start. If this shit doesn't start after it's full, I swear to God. Al, this better go. Uh, It should. I mean, I don't see why I wouldn't. Everyone's in here. Yeah, well... Where? No, it's full, dude. Yes, oh, it's my God. Full. Well, I don't want to just have dead air on this motherfucker, so if I have to pause it again, I will. But that's what we're doing right now. We're going to end the pod out that way. Great pod today. I had a lot of fun. Great intro song. We told some funny stories. We gave some NBA stuff real quick. Now we're going to do this. Um, George is just making fun of people in the fucking Yeah, that's that's basically all that's going on. <laughs> um, I'm going to pause this one more time. Okay, we don't know what's going on with this fantasy draft. We're going to end out with this because I want to have some sort of formal ending. 
we're going to give our pick for who we take first overall in the fantasy draft this year in August when we finally do it. Al, we're going to throw it to you first. Who will you or would you take first overall if you have the pick in this year's draft? Fantasy. I would take Austin Eckler. Since we're switching to full PPR, I like the receiving upside. Um, I think he's going to stay healthy. And it being in that offense, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just who I take. I think he's got the most potential for points in a PPR format. George, first overall pick, if you have it, who do you got and why? Uh, I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor. Uh, they just acquired Matt Ryan. Yes. I think he's going to dump on him a lot. Uh, they have Mike. Mike, uh, Mike Pittman. Yes. Junior. Yes. USC uh, alumni. Um, I think they're also going to get Julio Jones. That's speculation, but I do think that's going to come in fruition. Uh, I'm really Play good. with Matt Ryan again? Yeah, um, it's a manifestation. They're going to get a ring finally. Um, hopefully Tom Brady has enough wear and tear on him that he can't repeat and um, stop him from doing his thing. If I have first overall pick in the draft... I'm taking Cooper Cup. Dude, stop. No. No. Why? Stop. Why stop? If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys very much. I'll be back here sometime later this week, and I will see you guys later. Have a good one.